is the Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, the Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. How the heck are you? Happy Monday as we uh, are at uh, 2 o'clock Pacific. What do you mean there's NFL football on right now? We'll keep you up to date on a very snowy Buffalo as it is Bills and Steelers. Uh, updates on that. We've got absolutely to talk about whatever the hell that was in Dallas yesterday with the Dallas Cowboys. And now the Dallas Cowboys find themselves contemplating Mike McCarthy should Mike McCarthy be fired? All of your NFL playoff headlines, all of your NFL coaching headlines, as always, presented by the Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business, you know, and I thought about everybody this weekend as it was snowing and icing and freezing, and we were watching accident after accident over the weekend. Listen, folks, it's not a matter of if, but when you get into an accident, you have to be prepared to get to The Advocates at theadvocates.com. No matter where you're hearing my voice, theadvocates.com. You can chat with an attorney live online 24-7, 365, and it will never cost you a dime. In fact, you don't pay The Advocates unless and until they win your case at theadvocates.com. Buffalo, currently leading the Pittsburgh Steelers 7-0. Was this a good opening weekend of the NFL playoffs? I think so. I think there were storylines both ways. I mean, obviously... We'll spend plenty of time on the Cowboys today, you know, but, but, you know, you look around that, that Detroit uh, game was a really good game. I thought, you know, a really hard fought, good, solid NFL playoff game. Uh, you know, some dirty hits some things went on in that game, but that's the kind of football you would expect out of an NFL playoff game. So I, I, I think they had a good opening. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is very questionable. We've got to talk about this, this hit on Tyler Higby and we, and we will. Um, that hit's got to be legislated out of the game. You, you can't, we can't keep playing this game where guys are risking their careers. And I think, again, I, I know a lot of NFL players who'd rather get hit high than, than in the knee like that. And I just, I continue to ask, why do we allow guys like Kirby Joseph to play the game of football? You can't allow him to play. That's two major talents that he has ended their seasons. Two major talents that that Kirby Joseph has has ended their season, mm -hmm. and I feel very strongly that you have to legislate that that hit out of the game. Update in Buffalo, thirteen nothing now as Dalton Kincaid the Utilum uh, catches a touchdown. Josh Allen red hot, six of eight, eighty five yards, two touchdowns to start the game. Thirteen nothing pending the extra point. We'll keep you up to date on that, but of course. The biggest story of the day in the NFL, I don't believe, is is Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers bigger than the Bills and their snowpocalypse? I think in the long term, obviously, the, it is. Sn I mean, the snowpocalypse. The snowpocalypse, the, you know, the Ice Bowl 87.0. Like, we get it. Everyone's here for a good snow game. Uh, but, you know, like, I, I, yeah, I think Jim Harbaugh and his you know, his future in the league, like that's a, that's a big deal. I mean, if the chargers can find a way to be a team that really, you know, can contend for that division that changes football altogether, because now all of a sudden you've got a division out there that's actually competitive. You know, you're not just playing 
with one team, and that's pretty much it. And I think that Justin Herbert's a guy that if you give him the the, the proper tools and the proper weaponry outside, he can be a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback. And I only say that because he's shown us his ability. He's shown the ability to manipulate the defense. He's shown the ability to outthrow your defense. So that's why I say if Jim can get there, I think that has a pretty wide-ranging ripple effect uh, on the league potentially. Yeah, and uh, a little update for you now. Uh, just finding out that Jim Harbaugh has finished his interview with the Chargers today. Now, obviously, we told you last week this was this was the match made in heaven. Both seem to really be comfortable with each other. I would not expect a decision today. Uh, I think there are a lot of questions to be asked and answered by both sides of this. Jim Harbaugh wants an exorbitant amount of money. He is reportedly, according to sources, asking for $12 million a year, which puts him in the top five coaches in the NFL should he get it. And Jim Harbaugh wants, allegedly, to have full control over the offensive roster uh, and would like some input into who the next general manager of the L.A. Chargers is. And listen, I, I get that. If I'm Jim Harbaugh, I probably would be asking for that same. Now, $12 million seems excessive from a guy who really has not had a whole lot of success at the NFL level, but he is coming off of a national championship. And if you're going to start high, you might as well go really high. And according to our sourcing, Jim Harbaugh already has a financial agreement in place with the Chargers because that's the only way that he was going to interview with them. And I would also note, Jim Harbaugh, this is his only interview that we know about. I am told he does not have any other interviews scheduled, even though he has many teams asking to interview him. Jim Harbaugh is all in on the LA Chargers. And frankly, I think it's exactly the right place to be for him. Obviously, his known affection for um, Justin Herbert and the way that that offense can, can function under his tutelage and guidance, I think is exciting. But I guess the bigger question is if the LA Chargers hire Jim Harbaugh, do they win a Super Bowl? And I'm not sure you can say that, Jake. Yeah, I don't think that that's, that's you know, you can't, you can't just rubber stamp it. And that's the hard part if you're the Chargers. Like, you're moving on from a guy in Brandon Staley who, you know, was able to coach a team to be good enough to potentially be a playoff team, but never really get over that hump. And I think, you know, the minimum for Jim, if this were to take place, is the playoffs every single year. I mean, if you're going to come in here and you're going to want control the offensive side of the ball in terms of roster construction and you would like say into who your GM is going to be if that's the case then then the responsibility is on his shoulders to make the playoffs every year and I understand injuries happen and there's really no telling how healthy or, or not healthy you'll be in the second half of the year when the games matter the most but but that's the reality of the NFL and and you don't get that kind of free pass that you do in college football uh, at the NFL level, it's either you win or you don't win. And guys are are going to get fired for that exact reason. Uh, you know, a good example would be Mike McCarthy in Dallas. That's a conversation we'll have. Like, that's Jim Harbaugh's plight, if you will. That's Jim Harbaugh's situation. So, yeah, I mean, can they win a Super Bowl? Yeah, sure. I, I, I think if you're the Chargers, you're thinking, okay, this guy just won a national championship, you know, clearly knows how to win ball games, But at the same time, do his tactics at the college level translate to an NFL locker room? And to me, I don't know that you can definitively say that. Obviously, he had the deep playoff run with the 49ers, but it's not like he left the 49ers in a great place. It's not like when he left uh, you know, to go back to the college game, the 49ers were like, yeah, we just had a bunch of success, and Jim just wants to move on because he's more passionate about college football. That's not where your team was at. So for me, I look at this and I just simply say, hey, Jim, like 
you have to come in here and perform, bro. Like you can't be asking for, you know, 12 mil a year and like having all these things prearranged. If you're going to come in here and be mediocre, that's not going to work for well, you. Well, I don't think anybody expects mediocrity. I, I think the, if you're the, the former San Diego chargers who should never have left Jack Murphy stadium and um, you and your clown ass owners want to go ahead and, and chase a guy the caliber of, of Jim Harbaugh, that was probably strong. Probably, but, but you know. But, you know, my point is the Spanos family are not known um, as the greatest, you know, franchise operators. And, again, you know, as details start to trickle into the Monty Bat phone, like you're hearing that um, they didn't talk a whole lot of football during their interview today. Uh, that today was really much more of a get-to-know-you personality type conversation, which is surprising because you know Jim Harbaugh. He played for you. Uh, you'll remember back in the day, he and Ryan Leaf were on that team together. And I, I, th I, I think if, if you are the Spanos family, and if it is indeed true that there was not a whole lot of football talked about in that interview today, that's kind of surprising. Um, but maybe you know all the football that you need to know. Here's the thing that would concern me if I am an L.A. Charger fan about hiring Jim Harbaugh without talking football. Are we going to get the Michigan plotting methodical offense in Los Angeles? Because if so, I'm not that interested. I am interested in running an NFL-style offense where we throw the ball all over the place and we upgrade our skill positions because that's exactly what this Charger team needs. I don't know. It's it's do you Are you buying or selling the idea that they didn't talk a whole lot of football in Jim Harbaugh's interview today? It would surprise me a little bit, but I think if I was the Chargers, I'd be asking about, hey, like what exactly went on? You know, like what kind of program did you run at Michigan? You know, it, are the allegations true or not true? Um, you know, like that stuff would matter to me. I would just want to know like, hey, Jim, like, you know, over the summer, can we expect like a, a bad media week because you did this whole thing at Michigan? Or is that all just baloney? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm yeah. the Chargers, like, I want to understand, like, hey, like, what what is the blowback going to be from the baggage you left behind? So, Well, and point, what is it, it? Furthermore, that's a really good point. And I'm not worried about Michigan. I'm worried about the San Francisco 49ers. Because when you think back about Jim Harbaugh, he left the 49ers in an absolute wreck. That was in uh, one of the biggest meltdowns I think we've ever seen um, from a Super Bowl caliber team. And, and a lot of people want to point to the idea that Jim Harbaugh, you know, obviously got the 49ers to New Orleans. That's great. But that team melted down and quick. And why did it melt down? Arguments with management and ownership. And if you are the LA Chargers I think it's it's just rubber stamped that Jim Harbaugh is all of a sudden going to play nice in the sandbox. He's got the largest contract extension in the history of Big Ten football sitting on his desk, and he's refusing to sign it at Michigan. So you're looking also at a situation where, back to the Michigan issues, mm -hmm. this is a guy that's managing a program that is that is self-admitted that he he took part in major NCAA violations. Thanks. So if you're not talking football, maybe you want to talk management. I don't know. Maybe you want to talk relationships. I don't know. But Jim Harbaugh, and I think this is, you know, with all the excitement around Charger fans right now, I think one of the things you need to do is, is be very measured in hiring this guy. You know who Jim Harbaugh is. He's a pain in the ass. He's a guy who does it his way no matter what. And does he win? Sure he does. But how how 
will he win you a Super Bowl? And if he doesn't, how ugly is the parting going to be? And Mm -hmm. I think that is significant. And I think Jim's always in a position where he's getting paid. So for Jim, it's like, hey, I don't care. Well, and if he's asking for $12 million a year, you're looking at a $60 million contract. You see what I mean? Jim's just sitting here like, yeah, I'm getting paid, you know, top end money. And I'm just going to try and win a bunch of ball games, regardless of what rules I break or don't break. Like on on some level, I have to say to Jim Harbaugh, kudos, you know how to game the system and win something and do things a certain type of way. But the problem with that is the, the, the side effect is, is you leave all your programs in the dust in a dumpster fire. And at yeah. some point that catches up to you. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to catch up to him with the Chargers. I don't know. But if it is true, to your point, they didn't really talk football today. They had some other life conversation, a get to know you, which again, to your point, I kind of find hard to believe because you know this guy. Like, what really are you talking about? Because if I'm the Chargers, I'm doing risk management right now in my first interview with Jim Harbaugh. I'm understanding what you did at Michigan, what went, what happened with you know, the 49ers and how you left them, and really what Jim is looking for. Because I don't think if you're the Chargers – you can put yourself in a position where he turns your your franchise into a circus. You you can't have that, man. You need to go out and win. And if he wins, then let's roll in the circus and everything. But don't don't be out in the media doing a bunch of dumb stuff before you show us you are actually worth the investment. Because again, I am. We've been pointing this out in this program for years with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. At some point, dude's going to leave your organization. At some point. He will be unhappy. He'll go to someone else, and he'll win a Super Bowl. So how how much are you willing to risk with this guy's future? Because you never know how long you have with, with franchise-level quarterbacks. Well, and I think this also, there is some question about the relationship that Jim Harbaugh would have with Justin Herbert. By some accounts, they have a relationship already. Um, and the, the, the real thing that concerns you is you just committed a Brinks truck to Justin Herbert. I the only question I have for Jim Harbaugh is what are you what is your plan to develop Justin Herbert? And if I like that conversation, I'm hiring him cuz let's also get one thing very clear. That's the right guy for the job. You're not hiring Belichick, you're not hiring Antonio Pierce, you're not hiring Jim Harbaugh if he is available is the right guy for the Charger mm-hmm. job and they should hire him. And I don't care if he if he took a hot steamer on your desk. Just clean it off and then continue to write him a contract offer. Here I am. That's all you got to do, man. Because I think if you're the if you're the former San Diego Chargers who should have never left San Diego, you, you need attention. The Rams, albeit not well, made the NFL playoffs and a surprising run to the NFL playoffs and you look at the Puka Nakua story and you look at Sean McVay still being one sexy NFL head coach and I'm a man Los Angeles in the NFL belongs to the Rams Mm -hmm. you play in their stadium you better find a way to pull that spotlight away from them and Jim Harbaugh tutoring the sex machine Justin Herbert that's a pretty good way to pull that spotlight away that's what I'm saying like you're a head coach and uh you know what two drafts away from being like really good. Like, I mean, I don't know about Super Bowl caliber, but like, you know, AFC championship good. Absolutely. Again, like I can't emphasize this enough. And I feel like on the show all the time, like almost on a pretty much a weekly basis, we talk about 
you know, like the Justin Fields situation or Will Howard in Ohio State or like whoever you want to look at on their given team and situation, you either have a guy or you don't. And the relationship between the franchise quarterback and your head coach decides whether you go to the Super Bowl or not. And I just look at the news coming out of Seattle today that their their league candidate is Mike Kafka. Okay. Man. All right. Um, Next question. Well, thank God Jed Fish is in town. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Do you want to be do you want to be the Chargers and your lead candidate is Mike Kafka? The the Seahawks reportedly really like Mike Kafka. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I, that makes my I mean like that makes my groin tighten. You're the my I said Mike Kafka. I want the best people. I, I'm sorry, you forced Pete Carroll out to hire. Mike Kafka, that better. Is it possible that they could ride the D? I mean, are you kidding me? This that that better not be. That report had Maybe better be defense first, dude. Maybe I don't know. And listen, I mean the the Giants' offense the last few. Oh wait, they've been terrible. Daniel Jones <laughs> has developed not very much at all under Mike Kafka. So go play intramurals, brother. You need to hire Jim Harbaugh if you are the L.A. Chargers. I think it's a no-brainer. But, like, the Seahawks, you don't have a quarterback, bro. Sorry, Gino, you're not that guy. Like, you're a career backup who's playing for a NFL football right now. So you are. Yeah, and I I think if you are – and, again, this is that philosophical thing, you guys, that we always talk about, and and I know we do it almost every time we get together here, but if you are Seattle, Mm -hmm. what do you want? Well, you don't have a quarterback. Gino's a placeholder, right? I think we all yes, can agree to that. Yes. Gino's a placeholder. So you don't have an identity as a football team. Okay, let's shoot down the coast and go to Los Angeles. Well, I mean, we should be going to San Diego, and I'm never letting that go. Anyway, the point is, let's go to Los Angeles where the Rams play football and look at the L.A. Chargers. You're an offensive team. You just had a defensive coach. You're either hiring, I think there's only two names, Jim Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh. That's it. Those are the only two dudes. And if he doesn't work out, you're going to Ben Johnson in, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Like there's there's no defensive coordinator in this league who should be the head coach of the LA Chargers. Totally agree. None. You look at the disaster Myar and we, the Chicago Bears, are currently dealing with. Anybody see painted fingernails at USC announced for the NFL today? Yeah. Yeah. You want to tell me, oh man, let's find the best defensive coach so that Caleb Williams wants to play for us because it's garbage. Maybe nah. he can paint F Chicago on his nails. Next it's time. wild. When you look at Caleb Williams, the quarterback at USC announced he's going in the NFL draft today. Allegedly his dad has been letting people around the league, including the Chicago bears know he has no desire to play for them. And he was supposedly... Allegedly. And I say supposedly, he was supposedly waiting to get a commitment from the Bears that they would not draft him. <laughs> I'm, like, this is the world we live in. What happened to, I'm grateful to get drafted, yeah. slick? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what happened to that. 
But my point in saying all of this is you can be the Bears, you could be the Seattle Kafkas, you could be like, what do you get? Mike McCarthy. If Mike McCarthy gets fired by the the Dallas Cowboys, if every team with a star quarterback, and I mean, I don't care who you get. Like, Miami. Uh, Miami. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not firing. <laughs> but they don't have a star quarterback in Miami. Right. Right. Like they don't. You're not firing. it. And I don't understand this thing with wanting to make a coaching change in Miami. Why would you make a coaching change with the Dolphins? So-called experts. That's one of the stupidest things that I, I and people continue to, well, they're going to fire the. No, they're not. You just had the best offensive season you've ever had. And you went to the playoffs, just saying. And you're probably not going to extend to a tongue of Iloa because he's going into his fifth year without an extension. So, but if you look around the league, look at Bryce Young in Carolina. If Mike McCarthy were a free agent, should Carolina call Mike McCarthy, who just had Dak Prescott have the best season of his career and the defense was the problem against that shitty team from Wisconsin last <laughs> night, not, not the <laughs> offense? Yeah, you're calling Mike McCarthy. You're, you're, oh, if, if they don't hire Jim Harbaugh and Mike McCarthy's available, I'm calling Mike McCarthy. I don't need Belichick's number. I have Justin Herbert. I'm calling an offensive guru who was 36 and 15 in the last three NFL seasons, right? So we could sit here and play this game. The Chargers should be singularly focused on doing everything they need to do to hire Jim Harbaugh. Agreed. If he tells you he needs full control of the offensive roster, done. $12 million a year. Can we do 10? No. Okay, 12. Done. Right? Like, I, done. 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 You get control of your staff. Well, can we hire your defensive coordinator? No. Okay, done. You get control of your staff. I want to hire the GM too. Can we hire the GM? No. Okay, done. You hire the GM. That's right, T. What are you going to say no to? Your, your last name is Spanos. You haven't but sniffed again. a Super Bowl. You haven't sniffed a Super Bowl you better eat more oats to sniff that bowl because you didn't know Super Bowls. Yeah. Turn it over to them. Because what choice do you have? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Spanoses are good at messing it up. So I do not doubt their ability. I don't feel better about my Bears after that. I thought today, I, I thought having a conversation about the terrible situation that the should be San Diego Chargers find themselves in would make me feel it doesn't. It, the Bears, <laughs> do you guys understand? I watched exactly what we thought was going to happen to the Dallas Cowboys happen to the Dallas Cowboys, and it didn't make me feel better. <laughs> didn't make me feel I'm watching the, the Pittsburgh Steelers just hand the game to the Buffalo Bills, Buffalo. And, and it doesn't make me feel better. But Matt Eberflus, does it, he's still there. The Flucinator. The Flucinator is still there, and I don't feel better. You know, like Belichick getting his ass run out on a rail and bashed in. I was like, who fires that guy? And it's like, oh, yeah, I'd do that, too. Good move by you guys. Damn. Bears kept <laughs> the floose. Like, it is what oh, it is. Oh, bro. It is what it is. Let's get your comments in here today, as always, presented by our good friends at Bucked Up. Yeah, I need my uh, I need my buckshot today. I need my – it's cold. Yay. Bro, cold – do you want to live in a climate in, in the last decade I've lived in both. Do you want to live in a climate where it's always too damn hot or where it's always cold? This cold, it's 27 degrees out today. It's going to be seven degrees tonight, bro. I, I thought you said seven. Um, I said 
Seven degrees um, tonight. It's um, going to be seven degrees tonight. Not eight. Seven. Bro. Degrees. Dude, what are we doing? Not, so not playing golf, I can tell you that. Pounded buckshot, though. 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine. I love it. I think you guys know this. I'm a huge fan of the buckshot. Blue Raz is easily my favorite flavor. And you know the thing I love about it? It's 325 Mountain, 225 Pacific. By 3 and 20 minutes, I'll have more energy. I'll feel better. My brain will be clear. This headache I've been rocking low-key all day, it'll be gone. Like, I love it. I absolutely love the fact that Buckshot gives me a mental lift so I can get through the first hour of the show. You can finish that TPS report, that Excel spreadsheet. You can deal with your degenerate kids. You can get their homework done. Hey, maybe you have a long drive home tonight. Pop a Buckshot right before you leave. Dude, that ride home gets a lot shorter because Bucked Up does exactly what they say they're going to do. It's the number one energy shot Buckshot is. It's all natural ingredients that give you a mental lift. There's no spike. There's no crash. There's no face tingling. Just mental clarity. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to save 20% off a checkout. In fact, right now in the description of this YouTube show below, friends, go and get the link where you get six free buck shots right now. Thanks to our friends at buckedup.com. Who's the first one in today? Oh, boy. The Joe Flacco Fan Club president, otherwise known as Cleveland Rocks. Oh, man, dude. Brown's motto, wait until next year. Embarrassing. Well, your washcloths will all be cleaned by spring football. That's what we're hearing is that the Sean washcloth man Watson will be fully healthy for OTAs. Guaranteed contract, all of it. Good job. Nice job, dude. Better job running truck stops, we hope. Cleveland, good to see you. Uh, Sean Rollins became a YouTube member. Look at that. Show, baby. Sean, that's it. Is it? I believe I that's, that's an upgrade. Only. I think that's an upgrade to members Let's only see content. Let's see here. It is. Let's go. Sean Rollins, DM Jake. DM me, bro. On Instagram, he'll, he'll get you into our members only content. We have a great group of dudes. Uh, we hang out. We talk football. I share my awesome prize picks with you. Uh, prizepicks.com use a promo code Monty. Uh, we play fantasy football together. We talk about life. It is a great group of dudes. DM Jake, Sean Rollins. You are in the members only Instagram group. Um, you know, yay. It's awesome. Great job, Sean. Uh, appreciate you. Wasikowski go lions. All right. Let's talk about the lines. Was that a dirty ass hit on Tyler Higby? <laughs> Do we even have to ask that question, bro? I I think I think the hit that I am talking about is this one last night. And you look at this hit, and I continue to point this out. And it's Kirby Joseph. This is the second tight end that he has ended a season for. Higby has a torn ACL and MCL. He did the same thing to TJ Hawkinson with the exact same hit. And the first thing that every Lions fan was saying last night, well, bro, they've just legislated this kind of hit into the game. We can't go high, so we have to do dirty hits low. That's bullshit. Let me remind you. Let me remind you. When you look at this hit, there is nowhere in the NFL rulebook that says this is how you tackle. Nowhere in the rulebook does it say that. And what the rule book does say is you cannot make forcible contact to the head and neck area. Huh. 
funny, that's not the head and neck area. That is the shin and ankle, which almost always leads to uh, torn ACL, MCL. And I'm seeing a lot of room between, you know, the knee where you took him out up to his shoulder pads because he was a defenseless receiver trying to make a catch. I don't know. You could have hit him in the ribs. You could, I mean, because again, you can find it all over Twitter. He went, and you can see it here. He goes headlong into this tackle. This isn't some like, you know, get me over tackle. It is a dirty, dirty hit in my opinion. And the Lions are a great story. I, I don't know. If you're not happy for the Lions, you're probably not doing life right. But this Kirby Joseph hit is one of the dirtiest hits that I've seen in an NFL playoff game in years. And I understand that we can't be headhunting, but you cannot be exposing guys to this kind of injury. My issue with it is he made a choice to go low. You, you, you Kirby Joseph, saw an opportunity and said, yep, I'm going to take this guy's legs out. And I don't even disagree. I don't even disagree in a lot of football situations as a defender. Got to go low on these guys, right? Especially yes. tight ends. Like, okay, cool. I'm fine with that. But when you're in the secondary on a defenseless receiver, a guy who can't see you and you got a free shot at him, you should not be going at dude's knee. That's a dirty hit. Go at his waist. By the way, the technique, great A. Led with his shoulder, you know, perfect. Like, didn't hit him with his helmet. Like, great technique. You just went way too low, and that's why it's a dirty hit. This is not complicated. Yeah, and I I think what most people believe and and what I've heard the last 12 hours is you – in that situation, you've got to hit him on the hip. Yeah. You've got to put your shoulder pad on his hip. That is a legal hit. There's no reason. I agree. There's no reason to go high. If you hit him in the head and neck area, it's automatically a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. There's no reason to go low. You can hit him on the hip. It is a choice that you are making to go low, and it it, it is a career-ending injury. And I think... I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I shouldn't say I think so, but I would guess that Dan Campbell will have that conversation because now it's not once it's twice. And I just think that I understand as a defender, you're not really concerned about the guy you're tackling in in the sense that it's like, Oh, well, am I going to end this dude's career? You're not thinking about that in the moment, dude. But what you are thinking about is, Hey, I see this. Where am I going to hit this guy? That is a snap, you know, split second decision that you're making and this guy's got a track record of of making those types of hits. So to me, I look at it and I say, "Hey, you chose to go low on this guy." And again, I want to be clear cuz I don't want a bunch of BS comments here. I'm not saying you can't ever go low. There is a time and place. If he's running directly at you, go low. Right. He can avoid you. Okay, cool. You're not anyone's ending anyone's career at that point. This guy's a defenseless receiver. You're hitting him on the side of his body. You've got acres of space to hit this guy. It's not like there's anybody around. You had this guy in your crosshairs. Don't hit him in the knee, dude. Hit him in the body, like the hip, the ribs, like anywhere in there is fine. It's not hard. Yeah, I think it's inexcusable. Uh, I, his head's on the quarterback. It, it's, it's just, it really is. A black mark on that game last night. Because a lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people are talking about it. I agree with what you said. You got to be happy for the Lions, though. Outside of that hit, you got to be really happy with that game last night. Like, I I think, you know, it's a they they played a great game. And by the way, I just want to point out, for the Dallas news station that thought it would be a good idea to cut away from a national NFL game so you could show us 
snow on the ground in that market, that's probably not a great look, dude. Like, not no. a great look. No, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, Barfing Chicken says Cowboys suck. Had to say it. And he's a member for nine months. Let's go. Hey, man. Appreciate you, Barfing Chickens. Well, the Dallas Cowboys obviously are uh, – are. I, I mean, I don't even know where you go with this. I mean <laughs> – to lose in that fashion on your home field in the playoffs is inexcusable. And and I have been a a big proponent and a, a big supporter um of Mike McCarthy, but I think you I think you have to, I think you have to make a change. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, I think you you have I think you have to fire Mike McCarthy. You 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 can't lose like that. Yeah, I mean it's definitely embarrassing unacceptable like totally below standard and this is the conversation and and you know we had the conversation on the show like let's not be naive as to how good this team is i i mean again what'd you say it's 36 and 15 yeah over the last four years or whatever like this guy this they they've they're, they're a good football team man but but there's no way around it the culture in that organization not is, good. is super bowl or bust and under mike mccarthy they are not good enough. And, and I don't think that's the culture. I, I, I don't think that's the culture. I think the culture in Dallas is not good. I think the culture is it's never good enough for the owner. Because if you look at the, the splurge spending and where they have spent money, it makes no sense. And the other thing I'll say about the Dallas Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb is not a guy you want to be throwing the football to in big moments. I am amazed at how poor of a route runner he turned into last night. His simply just not playing hard in the first half last night, not running routes, not fighting for footballs, not keeping inside uh, leverage. Like, I, I, C.D. Lamb is a big reason why they lost that game and last And I think night. we've seen it before. I, I mean, how many times does, has that exact play happened to Dak this year, where it's an in route from CD Lamb left to right. The defender knows it's coming. Obviously, Lamb knows it's coming, and the defender just simply beats him to the ball. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, again, I couldn't, I think you tweeted it. That's not on Dak. It's not like that's just not on Dak Prescott to, to have to make his receiver fight over the cornerback. That's on the receiver to get the damn job done. And I don't know. The real problem is. I don't even think firing Mike fixes that, bro. No. Like, I, 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 like, go get whoever you want. Nobody's going to make this guy work harder in the middle of his route, and that's what's frustrating. Update in Buffalo. They are now up 20 to nothing as Josh Allen runs a 52-yard uh, touchdown uh, right through a wide-open Pittsburgh Steelers defense, and that's a great run. How like the officiating in the NFL is horrendous, like blatant holding calls. I, I this this is a great play by Josh Allen. This is an app defense by the Pittsburgh Steelers, frankly. Um, and honestly, snow's not really an issue in this game. Wind is not really an issue in this game. Idiot Buffalo fans throwing snowballs is a real problem in this game. Uh, and I'm not even joking. <laughs> But Josh Allen, now they're up 21-0. This is a this is a another indictment um on Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. Mike Tomlin's another one of these coaches that I think gets a free pass. And absolutely. But what do we know about the Steelers? And and this is the biggest difference, in my opinion, between the Steelers and the Cowboys. 
the Steelers are like, yeah, okay, cool. We went to the playoffs. Awesome. Awesome. Another, you know, another, uh, what, nine and seven year out of Mike Tomlin. Woohoo. That's our pinnacle of success in this organization. We'll bring them back for another year. That's how the Steelers look at it, which is incredible. Then in Dallas, you've got an owner who wants to fire his head coach every two seasons and yeah. thinks that that's a, that's a path to success when the reality of the situation is T.D. Lamb is not a number one. Never has been, never yeah, will be. I, I think C.D. Lamb's a huge problem in Dallas. Uh, I think he is a a huge problem in Dallas. Delaric for $2, McCarthy out, Belichick in. I don't like it. No, Bill Belichick's not your guy in Dallas. I mean, I I, I could see that happening. I If you're Bill Belichick, I, I don't even know what the best fit is. Here's the question, though. Why, why is it taking Bill Belichick so long to turn? Because you, if he had been at all pliable the last two years in New England, that's a better football team. Yes. And it feels like he was just not willing to do that. So if you look across this league at the openings, I mean, is he a fit in Las Vegas? I mean, the San Antonio Pierce situation in Las Vegas is very interesting. Antonio Pierce is out interviewing for jobs. And the, the, the thing that is so crazy is the locker room in Las Vegas like Tom Pelissaro with NFL Networks reporting that Max Crosby is going to demand a trade if they don't hire Antonio Pierce as the head coach he's out interviewing for other jobs well and you remember what Devontae said right Devontae gave him a full endorsement yeah and like hey we want this guy as our head coach we think he should be the head coach so yeah I mean I, I I don't think you know Belichick certainly is a fit in in Las Vegas I think that's a very unique situation um, you know, for Belichick, I, I, you know, he needs a situation where being defense first works, you know? And so to me, that's not a lot of, a lot of areas, but uh, you know, this whole Falcon situation with Bill Belichick, I guess that's a decent fit just because it's the Falcons and they haven't been good since that Matt Ryan, 28 to three yeah. Super Bowl embarrassment. But, but yeah, I mean, if I'm the Falcons, yeah, I'm definitely going to take a flyer on Bill Belichick. Like, why wouldn't you? you yeah, know? I think it's going to be very interesting. If you're Carolina, if you're Atlanta, you should be all in on Bill Belichick. If you're Dallas, I, I mean, does he, you already have arguably the best defensive coordinator in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You have an injury issue and you have a salary cap issue on defense. And the question that now has to be asked is what is wrong with the Dallas Cowboys, because it's not an offensive problem. Um, I think you're in a situation where you have an NFL MVP caliber quarterback and Dak Prescott. You have, I think, one of the best offensive minds as your head coach. Uh, I think you have an ownership problem. So you can fire Mike McCarthy. You can hire Bill Belichick. That does not fix the problem in Dallas. Uh, and I think a lot of people look at that game last night and are like, well, hold on a second, you know, yeah, defense is clearly an issue. That was embarrassing what you did on defense last night. Uh, but, you know, where did this offense go last night? Because obviously we've talked about Lamb. I, I thought, I didn't think Dak had a horrible game or anything. I thought, you know, he was throwing it well. Like His it was first in the half right was not like, great. I mean, it wasn't great, but it's not the reason you got blown the hell out. Like, no. you know, and, and I think everyone wants to just pile on Dak. And it's like, yeah, do I wish Dak was you know, a little bit more reliable. Sure. But he's a damn good quarterback. And, and, you know, I look at the offensive side of the ball and I really feel like it's like, you gotta, you gotta make some type of game changing trade or do something in the draft because 
And you got to be able to run the football. That's why they struggled, in my opinion, last night specifically. Like, I'm watching them, and I'm like, dude, like, like, yeah, you can throw it all over the field on this defense, but they're right there with your guys. You're not running the football at a high enough rate to force defenses to respect it. And that's when I look back, when they had Zeke and they had that offensive line and they were like road grading people and then Dak could do what he was doing at that time. Like, that's when the Cowboys were a powerful team. Now, obviously, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but they were a different type of good at that point. So I don't know. I agree it's an ownership problem, but Dak Prescott is a good enough quarterback to put up 30 in a postseason game, and the idea that you struggled to really do anything yesterday is wild. It is, and and I their defense, their defense was not the problem this year. Certainly, their defense was not the problem. I think when you look at, you know, their, I mean, are they are they a top five defense? I think certainly. I think with the way that Dan Quinn has coordinated that defense, man, I think they have been fabulous. But I, I just, I don't know. I guess we can debate it all over the place. I don't know what, other than Jerry Jones getting hit by a, a an airplane, I don't see any other way you fix that problem in Dallas. I, I truly do not. Like, I don't know how you, he, the, the salary cap and the personnel decisions they've made have been bad. I, a lot of people point to Ezekiel Elliott. I, I point to, again, just the the lack of cohesiveness in that in that in that locker room like the the whether it's Des Bryant or Ezekiel Elliott or leadership or like cuz Dak Prescott is the leader of that team but you don't have a dynamic difference making wide receiver on the field last night nope you just don't and CD Lamb wasn't willing to fight for it i don't know how you fix that i mean if you had a a real game-breaking difference maker since, like, let's say, Des Bryant. I mean, real, like, I can't really think of another guy where I'm like, my God, like, this guy demands, you know, man-over coverage on his side of the field. Like, I, I can't think of another guy since Des. And, and you know, I that's why I say, like, I'm not trying to make excuses for Dak, but if we're going to pile on Dak, we also need to say that the, the, the you know, second-tier kind of guy that they're rolling out there at wide receiver for the most part is not getting the job done. And I feel like as I watch football this weekend and as I'm watching this Bills game, like I'm sitting here saying like it is a matchup league, like the same way the NBA is a make or miss league. The NFL is a matchup league. Your guy versus their guy, whoever's better wins the ball game. And the Cowboys don't have enough of, hey, we're better than you one on one at this position. Yep, I agree. Uh, Charlie Sinclair for $2. When would a Harbaugh announcement come? Well, I, I think that is, that's a question. All their other interviews are done. Um, so I would assume that something would happen between 24 and 72 hours. I think the question is, how much more talking do you need to do? And did he, did he win the interview? Um, because we're hearing that not a whole lot of football was talked about, um, in that, in that, in that interview, which tells me they're more worried about personnel. They're more worried about, you know, the things around the X's and O's. And I agree with that. I mean, I I think there is little doubt that you're not going to hire Jim Harbaugh or fly him out or agree to a contract framework, which you have to do to interview him. Uh, if you don't believe in his X's and O's, his X's and O's are unquestioned. 
He, the guy can coach football and develop quarterbacks. The questions that I have are, does he interface well with the front office, with ownership on his coaching staff? Because he has seemingly always had issues playing well with management. We're seeing it at Michigan now. There is frustration between Jim Harbaugh and the administration in Michigan. And how awkward was that video we got over the weekend, Award Manual, saying we're trying to get this man a contract and everybody knows that contract is sitting on his desk. Like, come on, dude. Like, I I, I just, I, I look at Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers and I say, dude, don't expect to, to change the way he does business. Why do you think? Jim Harbaugh is asking for final say on the offensive side of the ball in, in terms of the roster. Why do you think that is? Because he wants to say, okay, my scheme, one plus one equals we're running this play this way. I need this guy, that guy, and that guy to do this. I want it done. Do smart. it my way. And and yeah, for Jim, it's smart. I get that. And you know, for the Chargers, it's a very simple question, which is why I kind of agree. Why the hell is this taking so long? It's a very simple proposition. You yeah. either want this guy and you're all in and, and you're good to go on the fact that you're just going to, you, you're going to ride or die with Jim in his ways. So if that's the case, then get the damn thing done. Well, I also think you look at what happened with the commanders today and Adam Peters, uh, who was hired away from San Francisco to be the new general manager of the Washington commanders. Phenomenal hire. Mm -hmm. Who's the GM they're going to be? That's that I think is a really interesting question. But all in all, I don't know that you can say, well, all right, uh, in 21 minutes, they're going to make an announcement. I, I don't think, I think it's a dynamic situation. I think you have to try and get a general manager that, that, that doesn't mind not being able to hire his own head coach, because I think that's something to think about as well. I mean, you're, you're hiring a coach before you hire a general manager. And I think that's really awkward. And I think you see the, the pinnacle of that is Bill Belichick. And Tom Brady, right? You look at that and you say, okay, Bill had control and they went out and did the thing. Now, Bill is one of the greatest coaches we've ever seen at any level. Might be the greatest coach of all time. Depends who you ask. But the point is, is that do we believe that Jim Harbaugh is on that level in terms of roster construction and putting something together? Because, yeah, you won a national championship and I I respect that. You went and did that. Yeah. Awesome. But again, it's what we always seemingly say about these guys who kind of flamed in the NFL, went to college, and now are coming back, the college philosophy and way of doing business is very different than the NFL. So that's why I say it's a simple question. Do you believe in Jim and his ways, or do you not believe in Jim and his ways? And, and if, if he's there, if he's there, you believe in his ways. 100%. It, there's just no way. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers don't want to play football today. Their defense is not here for it. And I, I, you're looking at a situation with three minutes to go in the first half where the Buffalo Bills are up 21 to nothing. And Pittsburgh's not here for it. Pittsburgh is not interested in playing this game today. And it is, it's a little surprising that Pittsburgh doesn't have their heart and soul into this because they're just, and I say that because Minka Fitzpatrick had a chance to put his hat on a dude and he just chose to arm tackle him. And it's cold in Buffalo. And I, you either are here for it or you're not. And, and the Steelers don't look here for it because there is not much of a challenge being put to the Buffalo Bills right now. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, honest to goodness, there's not much of a challenge. Paolo for $5. Who is the next Cowboy coach in QB? Who? Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. I mean, they have a quarterback and a head coach. So we'll see. You're not, you're not anybody that anybody that tells you that Dallas needs to rid themselves of Dak Prescott, they're immediately letting you know they don't know football. Yeah. Dak is is an NFL MVP caliber quarterback, and his he has shown gigantic improvement in the last two seasons. I, I don't know what if you're if you're replacing if you're replacing Dak Prescott, explain to me who you're replacing him with. Because I don't know who is who who would be a better fit in that offense than Dak. Better be an MVP candidate, dude. Seriously, Steve Smith. They have been losing for like 28 years. They bring in high expectation, then break everyone's heart. It's kind of funny that they lost. You mean the Cowboys? Um, it's interesting. I think it is. It is. It is really interesting to me that our do Dallas Cowboy fans expect them to win a Super Bowl? Because I think if you listen to this show, you know pretty. I'm a Dak Prescott believer. I don't expect them to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And just as I tell you that the Pittsburgh Steelers are not here for it today, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers almost intercept Josh Allen and then block a field goal. And now I have outstanding field position. Unbelievable. And now your kicker is claiming to have a pulled hammy. Unbelievable. That's why you kick footballs, not run the 40-yard dash. <laughs> How, Buffalo? How, and, and it is not... It's not even close. Oh, he popped his hand. Oh, man, that's rough. That's your holder. That's the holder, who I think is also the punter. Bro, that's rough. And you're looking at a... Oh, yeah. Right there. Done. Oh, where you're running running full out and you just blow a hammy. Yeah. Oh. Have a nice day. Yeah, that's Martin the punter. Ooh, that's not good. So now your kicker is going to punt, I think. That's not good. So after one uh, after one half a play in Buffalo, um, oh, they get an untimed down. That's right. The Pittsburgh Steelers will get an untimed down. You got to take a shot here, right? I you mean, do. We're on the same page. I right? mean, Mason Rudolph's your quarterback. How much of a shot are you going to take? Well, if you ask Tony Romo, he's the best quarterback in the league. But you're on the 33-yard line, Buffalo's 33-yard line, untimed down, and they're going to hand off. Fuck off. Like, I just, do you want to win a football game or not? Nope. Do you want to win a football game or not? Excuse my French. Oh, no. They've reset the clock here? What's going on here? Do you see this? It just went from zero. No, okay. Two minutes to go. Okay. Okay, okay. So clock management issues here in the game. Okay, (laughs) now it all makes sense. Uh, How about uh, Lincoln Riley to Dallas? Riley, I, I, I think... It would have made sense for the Bears, and there was some rumblings about that. They kept the flus. So I, I don't see Lincoln Riley to to the Dallas Cowboys. But what about what about Lincoln like with the Chargers? I mean, if you're the Chargers, you not at least call him? No. You're that I was told ten days ago that the the a week before somewhere in the week before the national championship game, as soon as Harbaugh beat um who did they beat in the semifinal? Why can't I think of it? Alabama. Alabama. As soon yeah. as they beat Alabama, the the LA Chargers were locked in on Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Locked in. 
And every Michigan fan's like, he's not leaving. No chance. Okay, well, then why'd free Harbaugh enter the draft? Yeah, and why have you lost like three wide receivers and a running Why back did Balake, the vacuum salesman, Blake Corum, enter the draft? Why did Josh Wallace, Jalen Harrell, Braden McGregor, um, didn't Roman Wilson Zach transfer too? Zach Zinter, Roman Wilson, you know, all the Harbaugh's guys. Oh, Jim would never leave us. Oh, Michigan fan. <laughs> Time to put down the pipe. He's leaving you. Uh, TJ Beck for $5. Tuning in late. The Arizona job. Oh, the Arizona job. Um, Barry Odom or Brent Brennan? Jake Dickert needs to win more. Well, here's the problem. So about 20 minutes before the show started, one of our sources told us that Arizona is having trouble scheduling interviews with current P5 coaches. And I think that I think that Brent Brennan is probably your Huckleberry. That's your guy. And I, I think now you'll know that Brent Brennan is a guy. And I want to look at his resume before I go telling you everything that I know about nothing. Um, but he's a guy that's got the experience, but you had an opportunity um to hire Brent Brennan last time around. And you passed. Now, it worked out great with Jed Fish, right? I think we all agree on that. But Brent Brennan's probably a guy now that you need. He is the hero that you need, maybe not the one that you want, right? right. And I love that reference, by the way. <laughs> but I think that he's a guy that obviously has done nice things at San Jose State. There, there's no doubt about that. But when you look at who they're trying to get, they have not been able to secure a an interview with a current P5 coach at Arizona. And they're going into the Big 12. I'd remind you that. And the Arizona has not been able to secure an interview with a P5 coach. It's a Big 12! According to our sources. Wow. And Brent Brennan, again, he's done a nice job. And he's, I was going to say, he's got good experience at Oregon State. Um, and obviously, it, for those who don't know, he was a GA at Arizona. That's the tie there. But he's got good experience, especially on the West Coast, which I think matters. But I don't know, I don't even know where else you go because I was told that that Brent Brennan's their all-in guy. And that... I don't know. Does that feel like a hire you would be excited about? Well, look, the reality of the situation is, is like, I don't know if Arizona as an athletic department is even in position to say whether they'd be excited or not based on the financial stuff and like just kind of where you're at with things. I, I, I think if I'm Arizona, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, yeah, we need to get someone competent. We, we need someone who can do the job, but at the same time, that person needs to make themselves known and we need to find that person like as soon as possible. We got to get someone back hired and working for us as soon as possible because we cannot afford to have a season where our stadium is just empty for six times. That, yeah. That's not going to work. And so that's why I say like you need to hire someone quickly. I think you look at... And I, I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of of people out there who want Johnny Nansen to get hired. He's not leaving Texas. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you're not. And 
I think before the financial situation in Tucson, yeah, like before you Arizona had this two hundred forty million dollar accounting mistake, um, Jed Fish should still be the head coach at Arizona. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But you already know that Bobby Robbins, the Bobby Robbins, the president in Arizona, has used the word draconian measures to meet the budget shortfall. You're not going to be well-funded. And if we're being brutally honest about you of Arizona, which I think is what they're still calling themselves, right? which sucks. Terrible name. But you Arizona, I mean, Rich Rodriguez, all those years ago now, sat in front of Jake and I at Pac-12 Media Day and said, nobody's coming to Tucson to play football. You know. Nobody wants to come to Tucson. Scoring update for you in Buffalo, 21-6 to now um, as the greatest quarterback anybody has ever seen. Um, <coughs> Mason Rudolph throws a touchdown uh, to get the Pittsburgh Steelers on the board. Deontay Johnson. This is a huge moment in time for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Because if we're being honest, you went from, hey, we're going to score a touchdown and make this 28 nothing. Ah, we didn't get the touchdown. Let's kick the field goal. Oh, shit, they blocked it. Excuse my French again. Oh, heck, they blocked it. Oh, dadgummit. Jeez, Louise, Peter. No. They blocked it. <laughs> to now being only up two scores. And there's a minute 39 to go in the first half. All of a sudden, it's a football game. Now, what did I just say about Pittsburgh? Does their defense want it? That's the question here. Is Do it you want it? That they could ride the D? Do you, I mean, do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> that is Chris Rose on FS1. Bro, how? Dude, help me. I don't remember who was sitting on set with Maurice him. Jones Drew. Yes. <laughs> MJD is sitting there. Maurice Jones Drew, one of my favorite guys. Who it probably has one of the greatest moments ever on the Monty show. Um, but Maurice Jones drew who told me to shut my face. I can't even remember what I said to him. I want to say we were talking about the Lakers. I can't remember. Uh, but he, Maurice Jones drew literally said, Monty, shut your face was awesome. But anyway, he, they're sitting there talking about, I don't remember who. And Chris Rose is like, is it possible they could ride the D? Is it possible that they could ride the D? And Mojo looks at him and just goes. <laughs> and they ISO'd up on him, too. <laughs> we'll see if Pittsburgh can ride the D. Right. Is it possible that they could ride the D? We'll see. Anyway, my point is. Yeah. I don't believe that Arizona has a whole lot of places to go. I think Brent Brennan is probably uh, your best option. Um, I mean, if you look at. Brennan Carroll, I mean, that's a guy that's in-house as your offensive coordinator, and Noah Fafita is probably happier about that, and you can keep the name fighting Fafitas. But what a terrible situation in Tucson. Totally. Absolutely horrendous. Hour number two of the Monty Show, presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. Oh, boy. TridayTrading.com might get a new member because Stefan Diggs is down on the field for Buffalo. Oh, man. 
And that looked like just a completely innocuous hit. Yeah, I don't know. This is either the wing got knocked out of them or this is like a just a rando like popped kind of cartilage thing maybe. I don't know, but Oh, it's his ribs. Absolutely, yeah. it's his ribs. Yeah. Well, that we'll we'll keep an eye. Oh, yeah, he took a shoulder right in the ribs. Oof. Yeah. That hurts. Um Buffalo up 21 to 6. Uh, late in the first half. But uh, our number two presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. Uh, got an interesting an interesting proposition over the weekend. Uh, Mrs. Monty is like, dude, we really just need to go all in on Triday Trading. And I agree. She wants to, my wife is lobbying me. She wants like the whole Triday Trading setup. She wants its own computer. She wants its own monitor. She wants like the whole nine. She's like, no more TV at night. We need to really focus on this. It because it's legitimately a way to make thousands of dollars a day. And we're talking about if you if you go through the TridayTrading.com program, you graduate their program, you're making their full-time traders are making $240,000, $250,000 a year. They're the people that do it as a side hustle are making a hundred thousand dollars a year on average from day trading. It's remarkable. And all of them got a $10 30-day trial membership to start. That's what you get. Every month, Triday Trading designates a charity. Your $10 membership, if you will, it's a charitable donation that they give to their designated charity and you get their entire program for free for 30 days. It is a, a remarkable look at your financial future. You get high-level coaching, continuing education, access to all of their proprietary software, their leading indicators, everything you need. They give it to you right out of the gate and you are trading the next day so that you have an idea of what you're getting into. And then when you're ready to trade with real money, your own money, no, no, friends, they're going to open a trading account for you with their own money so that you start trading live with Triday Trading's money. And when you make money with Triday's money, they give you up to 80% of the profit. You have nothing to lose. So many people say to me, Monty, I would love to do it, but I just can't afford to trade. I don't have that kind of money. It's not your money you're trading. And you can stay in that model for a day, a month, or the rest of your life. When you're ready to trade your own money, dude, you can absolutely, they'll help you trade your own money. That's how committed they are to your success. Triday Trading needs you to be successful because it helps them grow their program and make money. Hook it up, TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Sign up for your $10 30-day trial membership. Um, uh, watching the game in Buffalo, two seconds to go in the first half. Uh, 21 to 7 now. A huge moment as, yes, the Bills are going to take a knee to run out the first half. And Josh Allen does take a knee. Uh, at the half, 21 to 7. Buffalo leads Pittsburgh. and you felt like this was going to be a blowout until that until that block field goal, Jay. Yeah, I felt like the Bills were going to run up 40, 45 points in this game. And and so then the Steelers block the field goal. Uh, they then go down the field and score a touchdown because they started after that field goal, I believe the 33 of Buffalo, I could be wrong, uh, with excellent field position. Go down, score a touchdown. And then the clock kind of ran out on the Bills. So, I mean, the Bills obviously win the first half, but... First half ends on kind of a negative swing for Buffalo. So we'll see. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying the Bills are going to lose this game. I am sitting here telling you that in my prize picks, I have Josh Allen to throw an interception in this game. So I am more than pleased that he will continue 
to throw the football in this game, but we'll see what happens. I, I still think Buffalo wins this by a couple scores. Yeah, I would agree with that. The biggest stories uh, in sports today, Jim Harbaugh wrapped up his interview with the Los Angeles Chargers about one hour ago. Uh, I have not heard much since then. My guess is that we will hear something um, probably tomorrow morning would be my guess because you don't make announcements on the days of games. And there are two NFL playoff games today, which is why I think you're not going to hear anything today. Um, I think the soonest you would hear would be uh, opening a business tomorrow. Um, but it is expected that Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers are going to uh, formalize an agreement because remember what we've reported. And again, Pam's going, Pam, real. you know, I'm for real. Um, as we told you first and exclusively on the Monty show, Jim Harbaugh has been there. They're one candidate. I would also remind you, they ran through all of their Rooney Rule hires uh, or interviews through the hiring process. You have to interview a diverse set of candidates. The, the LA Chargers have done that. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is reportedly their last interview for head coach. Um, and he has been their singular target since they beat Alabama. And I think a lot of NFL minds were waiting for that. But the Chargers quickly emerged. Um, with Jimmy Sexton, who is Jim Harbaugh's agent, one of the leading agents in all of uh, coaching, they quickly got aggressive. They made it very clear that they wanted Jim to be their coach. Uh, they agreed to a financial package that would get Jim Harbaugh to interview with Los Angeles. I am told by sources that Jim Harbaugh asked for $12 million as a starting point. I am sure there has been some negotiating in that. Does he settle on 12 or something close to 12? I would guess he does. I'm also told that Jim Harbaugh asked the Los Angeles Chargers for complete control of the offensive side of the roster. Um, I think he's well aware that he has got an all-pro quarterback in Justin Herbert. I think he's also well aware that he does not have an all-pro roster of skill position players. I think he knows he needs to upgrade that. I also think Jim Harbaugh knows that they have a lot of talent on defense, and I think he has ideas, including Jesse Minters, a name that we've been told if Jim Harbaugh gets that job, don't be surprised if Jesse Minter follows him uh, to Los Angeles to be his defensive coordinator. There are yet to be decisions made, but I am told very clearly that Jim Harbaugh is in the driver's seat for that job, and I would not expect to have an announcement uh, before tomorrow because there are two playoff games today. So I, I think it's a formality. I'd be really surprised if he didn't end up as the head coach of the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Makes too much sense. Yeah, I, I would sense, agree with bro. that. Yeah. Um, I also think it's very interesting, this story with Arizona. Um, there are a lot of people tweeting graphics at me. And, hey, did you hear this guy? Hey, money. If Alex Grinch is hired, he won't be. That would be a shocking disappointment for Arizona fans. Hey, social media. Uh, our sources today told us that since Jed Fish took the job at Washington, which... Yeah, who uh, who told you, little Monty over here, man? Two hacks on YouTube. We don't know anything. Yeah, um, media. You know, um, Jed Fish got the job at Washington. Arizona has not been able to land a single, single P5 head coach to interview for their job in Tucson, uh, which I think is very telling about their financial situation. And I think if you are if you are Bobby Robbins and the folks in in Tucson, I I think you're going to struggle to hire a coach here that's that's got P5 experience. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Um, 
What do you guys think is the biggest story in the NFL right now? Obviously, this Buffalo situation, they're up 21-6 over Pittsburgh at the half. I think we're on the clock with Mike McCarthy. I was um, not surprised to see that NFL Network is reporting that Dallas is not going to make any moves until a minimum of Wednesday. Again, I would remind you, today is not a Black Monday because there are two playoff games today. You're not going to hire or fire coaches on a day where there are two games that you do not want to take the mic, the the you know the exclusivity away from them. I also think that Jerry Jones has this is obviously not his first time you know around the block, no. and I think Jerry understands that hey, it's a twelve and five football team or whatever. This is this is a good football team here, and and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna make a decision on my head coach after he's just delivered three 12 win seasons back to back to back, I need to make sure I take my emotions out of it and make sure that I am truly committed to that path because if you fire Mike McCarthy and his staff and then you roll out an eight win season, you're an idiot. And and I love, you know, what Jerry Jones has built for for Dallas and the stadium and everything he's done for that community. But I'm gonna guess Jerry Jones is not an idiot when it comes to making money, meaning that hey, if you're a 12 win football team, Jerry World is packed every single game. Yes. And and you're printing. So I think that Jerry Jones needs to consider his options for a few and, days. And I think the other thing that's so interesting, like my wife and I are watching the, the Cowboy game last night in absolute horror and disgust. In fact, vomiting did happen. Um, my wife was saying to me, man, those field level box seats would be amazing. Mm -hmm. That's the game experience. And like she's she's looking at it from that perspective, which I think, hey, that place was jacked last night. And it was a very, very disappointing outcome. For the Dallas Cowboys, who were never a threat to win that game, it just was it was a really bad performance. Yeah, and I just don't think it was obviously wasn't expected. And I, and I just I guess the thing that that is so difficult with it is it's just so out of the blue. It's just like yeah, so far out of left field to get blown out. And and you know, give the Packers their their credit, right? I mean, you played a good game, you dominated that cowboy defense. Like, that's cool. And, and I'm watching this game and I'm sitting here saying, okay. This Cowboy team has been that team some weeks where they give up a bunch of points on defense, but Dak and the boys on offense are able to just keep churning out touchdowns. Yeah. Seven points like it's nobody's business. And the idea that you couldn't really do that last night against the Packers was surprising to me. And again, I'm just going to keep pointing this out. You have not had anybody in that backfield since Zeke. And you need to change that if you want to have success uh, especially in the NFC when you're playing teams that, with the caliber of defense like the 49ers and the likes of them. Would you fire Mike McCarthy? I would not fire Mike McCarthy. I would not fire Mike McCarthy either. I would take a hard look at my roster because I look at Mike, and here's why I wouldn't fire him. I look at him and I say, okay, this guy's delivering me regular season excellence, right? 12 wins, you know, contending for the number one seed in the NFC. Like, you're doing great things, on the football field in the regular season. The issue has been the playoffs. And so the reason I say I wouldn't fire Mike, but I'd look at the roster, the reason for that is in the playoffs, it's a make-or-miss type situation. Your guy's either better or worse than the guy standing on the other side of the line. And too often, you go down the line of scrimmage, right? Your 10 guys outside of Dak are not better than the other 11 that are facing you. Am I making too much out of the CD Lamb thing from last night? I don't think so. I, I mean, a number one wide receiver would have quickly understood, hey, we're behind in this game. Like, hey, 
They just went down on the first possession of the game and put seven points on the board like it was nobody's business. Yeah. Today was not our defense's best day from the get. So if I'm C.D. Lamb, I'm sitting here saying, hey, dude, I got to come out here and have 100, 150 on eight to 10 catches. I got to come out here and get my work in. And he was not that guy. And I just, sometimes I just think we got to understand some dudes aren't built for it. Two is not built for it. Lamb's not built for it. Dak is definitely built for it. I look at Dak, mediocre first half, but those, the balls he was throwing, a lot of them are right on target and his guys didn't make a play. I, I, what is CD Lamb doing? Like several times, the ball just hit him in the hands. He didn't catch it. Yeah. And if you're Dak Prescott, where else are you going to go? Like, yeah, I don't understand. Know. Where else is he going to go here? I don't know. Uh, Nate Simons for $5. Is it true that Fish is taking most of his coaching staff with him? Just about everybody is going to UW with Jed Fish. Shout out to the Big 12 for having eight teams ranked in the AP Top 25. It's the Big 12! Best basketball conference in the country, and I don't I don't think it's close. Yeah. I truly don't. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's close. Uh, Joseph Carruthers, Cowboys are a head-scratcher on both sides of the ball. How, how do you explain it? I mean, just the inability to cover in zone. Uh, it just not shocking. I mean, you, you're playing zone defense, and they're just like, yep, 50-yard post route down the field. No problem. Dude's wide open by 10 yards. Yep. How does that happen? Tanner Plummer, sorry, Jake. They're up 21-7. to 7. Bills are probably going to rely on the run game to control the clock. Well, that's not who they've been, though. I mean, I, I think Sean McDermott, if they lose this game, is going to get fired. That blocked field goal was a terrible decision. You should have run the clock out. You should have run to burn clock. You didn't do that. You got a blocked field goal that directly led to a touchdown. Yeah. And if they lose this game, and I'm not saying that they are. I'm not saying that they are. But mm, well Mike, in control still. Mike Smith. Josh Allen has teddy bear eyes. He's dreamy. Hey, baby. Yeah. Uh Big Daddy Magic continues to DM me about how great the Bills are, and Josh Allen's the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah, we'll see about that, dude. Mapes, how are you? Did I miss any big announcements? No, that's coming up in 45 minutes. We have a pretty big announcement for you uh, regarding the show. Stick around for that. Um, Mike Smith, what are what were they saying about the commanders? Did they hire a coach or GM? They hired a GM today, and I think it is a really good hire. Mm. And you, you, they got Adam Peters. Uh, from the San Francisco 49ers to be their GM. And I think it is arguably the best GM hire we've seen in the NFL in a year. And minimum. I think you look at the commanders and you start to understand that they're that team that is finally moving in a positive direction. It you feels know, like it. You know, you move on from the former regime, the toxic culture, the rundown stadium, and now you're just simply trying to win. And that's the first step in winning. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's very interesting to see who the who the commanders. Man, I still struggle to say commanders. Mm -hmm. I I do. I I I I was fine with Washington football team. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I can't say commanders. Uh, I just can't. I don't know why I can't say it. Um. Uh, I but I can't, and it's and it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I am, um, yeah. By the way, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers released a statement today. The Chargers on Monday confirmed they have interviewed Jim Harbaugh for their head coaching position. Harbaugh is currently the head coach at Michigan and won the national championship. He also has six seasons of NFL coaching experience, including four as a head coach. You know. That's the entirety of their statement. 
Great. So we'll put a statement out on Wednesday saying we hired him. Good job. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Good job, guys. That's great. I mean, that's that's uh, that's really well. See, this is Man. what this is what bothers me about the Chargers. Stay hard. Why put out a statement like that? Uh, uh, in all seriousness, why put out a why put out a statement like that? What were you looking to achieve with that statement? I don't know. I have no idea, and I think it is. It's very interesting. Oh, I, you know, it only lead to horse to water. They are the Spanos family has really struggled to operate at a high level, and that's putting it mildly. Um, it just is for my money. It is, yeah, it is what it is. I, I it's fine. Uh, big blue horses have the Chargers interviewed minority candidate Steve Wilkes. Um, was their defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers interviewed with the Chargers? I believe on Friday. Steve Wilkes. So I, they they are through. NFL sources have told me they're through the Rooney Rule. So they're they can hire anybody they want at any time, and they would not make that announcement today. Uh, Sean Rollins, Josh Allen is key to the second half. He's on or he's completely off. I isn't, agree. Isn't that funny the way he's he's been that way? Chargers, bold, man. It, or excuse me, the Bills get the opening kickoff. We are just about to get underway. Uh, as the Bills will come out, we'll get a look at how they come out of the half. Uh, they interviewed Kellen Moore. How far is that guy falling? Quite a bit. Significantly further, right? By the way, Diggs is back on the field, so it looks like he's he fine. Is, so that's good. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, Shooter Texas. Who will Michigan hire after Jim leaves for the NFL? Matt Rule, Kleinman, Brian Kelly, Dan Lanning. Why would Brian Kelly or Dan Lanning take that job? Yeah, if you're not taking the Alabama job, you're not taking the Michigan job. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rule's not taking that job. Chris Kleiman, if he was going to take a job, would have taken the Washington job. Uh, and I think their candidate in waiting is Sharon Moore. And Buffalo drops a first down pass to open the second half. Here we <laughs> go, dude. I'm telling you. This game it's ain't just, over, bro. It just is. How do you explain this out of them? Like, Josh Allen makes a perfect pass. And Dalton Knox can't put it away. Uh, I, literally I, perfect pass. In his hands. That's a first down. Dropped. Unbelievable. Mike Smith, wonder where Kellen heads now. If uh, they bring in Harbaugh, he will move on. That's that's an interesting question. Because you don't have – Jim Harbaugh is going to be the offensive coordinator. <laughs> Certainly. Right? But he's going to have an offensive coordinator. And now Josh Allen gets sacked. Oh, boy. This is this is going in the wrong direction, at least from a rectal perspective, if you're Buffalo. Excuse me. Because you're going to start spitting out diamonds in a minute. <laughs> if he does not, and they were covered, yeah. this is going to be really interesting. Yeah, and, and I think it's your best point. What did you say about Mike Tomlin and this defense, dude? Their defense didn't look interested in the first half. They go out and make a play. And all of a sudden, they're fired up. Yep. All of a sudden, they're fired up. Uh, hey, Tone, where have you been, Tony? Bro, where have you been, dude? Good to see hey, you, Tone. Good to see you. Tanner Plummer, they will hire Emperor McNabb, and he will leave Michigan <laughs> to respect and championship. Emperor I mean, McNabb. Nobody throws up with the chunk dispersity, uh, dispersion? Uh, the spread of chunks blown by Donovan McNabb. I mean, I agree. Yeah. Mike Smith, Dan Lanning turned down Bama. Dowdy takes Michigan. Matt Rule's still fresh at his current gig. Yeah, Matt Rule's not one. Okay, here we go. Now, here's a play. Remember the punter. 
pulled his hammy on the on the block kick. He's out here kicking this football right now. We'll see. What so happens? So three here? and out for Buffalo. Yep. On a drop pass and kick is away. On a drop pass and a sack. And it is very returnable. Yeah, wow. Fine. Pittsburgh is going to have field position. They are going to be at their own 41 as the punter continues to limp. <laughs> um, this game is far from over. If Pittsburgh comes out and scores, I think Buffalo is, they again, from a rectal perspective, things are going to start to get tight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How about that? Gumby fresh out. How are you, buddy? Hey, hey Monty. Hey, Monty. Good to see you. Uh, hey, Tone is out with Stein going to Arizona. Why do they call Gus Mel? Why do they call Gus Malzahn? LOL. They too broke. Dude, I think in all seriousness, and I know we're the only ones reporting it, Arizona's having no success getting a current P5 coach, and they have called. They are they have no success getting a current P5 coach to interview for that job. What was that old duck season saying about Utah? Poverty University. Poverty University for Arizona. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Richard Gray says Cowboys suck. Okay. Well, thank well, thanks you. thanks for your contribution. <laughs> uh, what penalties will be hanging over the new Michigan coach? Well, certainly reductions in scholarships, uh, recruiting visits, um, recruiting trips, uh, practice. I think you're going to, you're probably going to have a reduction in practices. It's going to be a tough go. And I think you're probably looking at a two-year postseason ban. If they are found guilty and Jim Harbaugh leaves, I think you're looking at a two-year postseason ban. Rough, dude. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix Masta. I mean, Mel Tucker is it? No, he. Do you guys just believe anything that you're fed? <laughs> I, I, honest to God, I'm, I'm asking for a friend. Do you really think Mel Tucker is a candidate for the Arizona job? <laughs> like, this is... He, with all due respect, dude, like Mel Tucker is not a candidate. It, it is so shocking to me. And I talk to a lot of fans. I talk to a lot of, a lot of people. Um, and, and I, I try to be patient, but do you really, I mean, and I don't think you're kidding. I don't believe, I think you're dead serious with this comment. I try to stay calm and not curse. Like, do you really believe Mel Tucker is a candidate at Arizona? And some only want to hear what they want to hear. Come on. Like, I, be better, bro. I And, and I, I love that people are like, oh, this guy's never get." Like I said, Jed Fish, hey, lead candidate at, at there were only two. I had them both. Chris Kleiman and, and Jed Fish were the only two serious candidates. And Jed Fish, I think, was in the lead from the beginning. And... And people are like, no, it, like people in our membership group are like, they're never hiring Jed Fish. You lose all credibility. <laughs> well, it's like, what do you ever think about the stuff that comes out of your mouth before you spew it? No. Did you think about, did you like, I don't believe for uh, melt. Sometimes I think I just say shit. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You yeah. cannot be. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, on three said that, well, you can just stop right there. Hi, this is James. Welcome you back. You can just stop right there. Chuck P, can Fresno State upset them in the first game? Could be. Could be. You know. Yeah. 
Mr. Downtown, surprised Harbaugh going to the Chargers as a lot of the star players are older. But he's going to have say over his roster. He is going to completely have say over it. He is, he's not a guy that you, you don't hire him. And then you're like, oh yeah, no problem. Like it, you're older, what I don't know. If I look at Justin Herbert, isn't he the only guy on that roster you care about? Only guy, dude. It, it does like all that. It, it's literally a situation where it's like put four or five guys in front of him that can protect him and give me two wide receivers that can get open consistently. And find a running back who's larger than a toddler. Seriously. Because you've always said that about Eckler. And, and it's the reality of the situation, dude. Can I get a back that's over six feet tall in San Diego – I mean, L.A. that should be in San Diego. Well, aren't they signing Mel Tucker to be their starting running back? Uh, I mean, apparently. No redos. Like, I can't believe that that's... Man, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't be surprised. Uh, Aaron Wilson gifts a Monty Show membership. Oh, yay. Aaron, good to see you. Uh, Sean Rollins gifts five Monty Show memberships. Go, Sean. You still need to DM me, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, Sean DM Jake. He'll put you in our members only Instagram group. I, I don't mean to rant on that. And I know people are like, oh, here comes a money rant. <laughs> but like people are asking me, uh, like, <laughs> I, I just should let it go. Uh, is Alex Grinch a candidate at Arizona? No. Alex Grinch came up with that shit need to be fired. Who could not tackle Bobby Robbins himself. <laughs> yeah, let's hire that guy. Let, let me get this. So, hmm, I'm Bobby Robbins, the president at Arizona. <coughs> I need a football coach. I wonder who USC is fired as defensive coordinator because they were ineptly terrible. You know, the two-lane game and like, you know, they just who's awful. the worst possible USC assistant coach that I, Robert Bobby Robbins, who can't do math in any way, shape, or form. Uh, who should I Alex? You're casual. No, no. What a stupid son of a bitch. No, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I am not stooping my mental health down to your nonsense like Nate <clears throat> Simons just did by becoming a member of the Monty Show. Hey, let's go. Good to see you, Nate. Appreciate you, my guy. Thank you for joining the show. Um, all right, let's see. Joseph Carruthers says, you're too late to stay for supper. Exactly. Get the Oh, Tanner Plummer, Nick Foles should return to his alma mater and coach U of Arizona. Yeah, Nick Foles is a candidate. No, oh, no. what are you talking about? Ooh, man? Bernard is hurt for the bill. Oh man, dude, what is going on in Buffalo? Why wow. does why does God hate the Bills? I think that's HIPAA, dude. What happened to Buddy? Uh, I believe. Oh. oh, I don't need to see that again. Oh my God. Your leg is not supposed to burn that way. Ow. Uh, Terrell Bernard, Ew. I'm going to say he's out. And by the way, this is not Jacksonville. They do have a cart for Buddy. Just I can confirm yes, that. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And it's a John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in Buffalo? 
It, like they are melting down. They are we absolutely are melting the wrong down. Direction here in Buffalo. And now h- here comes Stoolwater's best, Mason Rudolph, man, NFL MVP, right? NFL MVP. Uh, let's see. In other news, BYU got a new tight end coach, Kevin Gilbride. That's so awkward. Yay! Did you guys see that? Kevin Gilbride is the new tight end, former offensive coordinator, head coach. He's a tight end. Okay. He's the tight ends coach. Okay. That's fine. Boyd Lake, I'm disappointed I won't get to see any more Puka this year. Boy, how good was Bro, he? Bro, buddy had a night. So he goes off for that touchdown, and Jake sends me all capitals Puka. So I sent Jake a video of me yelling Puka. <laughs> Just Bro, screaming another, out loud. Oh, I thought he was hurt. No. Okay. Uh 21 to 7. 12.48 to go in the third quarter. Buffalo came out, went three and out. Uh, Pittsburgh is now on the move. They are at midfield. Mason Rudolph, you know, just throw it to the Bills. Oh, wait, that's right. He's the greatest quarterback anybody's ever seen. Uh, he would wow, never do you that. to have that, bud. Yeah, that should have been intercepted. And again, because God hates Buffalo, um, <laughs> I should. Dilly, dilly. Let me not say that. Uh, they dropped the interception. Nice job, dude. But Pittsburgh's at midfield. This is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, Joseph Carruthers, there will be no Christmas in Tucson if Grinch hit, gets hired. See, Alex Grinch. Grinch. So see what he did there? It's like the Grinch stole Christmas. It's like a Santa Claus and Grinch thing. None of this is real, but we're just still talking about it. Oh, boy. And now Pickens makes a play. Uh, they are at the Buffalo 30-yard oh. line. Football hurts. Dude. Uh, Pittsburgh is rolling. Pittsburgh is rolling just outside of the 30 yard line. Uh, and Buffalo is in trouble. Buffalo is in trouble. They're at the 33 and a half yard line and Pittsburgh is marching first down and 10. And now of course you would get a procedure penalty. Pittsburgh's going to Pittsburgh. Uh, Tony, Hey, Hey, coach Ode, Arizona, LOL. He's actually a decent coach. Okay. Go Wildcats. Go Go Tigers. Go Cats. You could do you could do worse than at Ogeron. You know. Uh Mike Smith, you can still watch Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes. Very he, I, if you're not rooting for Detroit, you're probably broken. Yeah. But facts. It's fine. Um M. McUell. Okay. He's leaving because he knows Ohio State is going to tear them a new asshole next season. What's Ohio State? Do, do you know what Ohio State? I've know. never heard I, of Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really oh, sure. Oh, I think he means the. Oh. Shut up. Sorry. He means the. Stay hard. Ohio State. Yes. Okay. 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 You show respect talking over the pause. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah, and uh, I'm Pittsburgh is still moving the football. Now they're inside the 30 uh, as Stoolwater's finest Mason Rudolph makes a play. Um, uh, let's see, who else? Look at Shooter Texas picking up a free membership. Uh, tiny running back to the Chargers, so Deuce Vaughn is going to San Diego. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. But I like that he threw in San Diego. First down, Pittsburgh. Is it possible that they could ride the D? Dude, they're riding that Buffalo D. because another injury now. A first and 10 at the Buffalo 24. And Pittsburgh is just operating now. They are winning at the point of attack repeatedly. And 
Jeez, football hurts. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on that game. 10.30 to go. Buffalo is in real trouble here. That was Micah Hyde limping around yeah. a little bit, but he's fine. Uh, 21-7, Buffalo over Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh is rolling. No chance they win this game, but this is this is a little... Najee Harris goes nowhere. This is a little scary now. Yeah. This is a little scary now. Uh, Harry Austin, damn, I looked up right at the screen on that injury. Dude, your ankle is not supposed to bend that way. Bro. What's wrong with you? Uh, 27 minutes from now, we'll give you a, a very special announcement. Um, uh, Nate Simons gifted five months. Oh, let me pull it out Let's for go. you, Nate. Let's go. Uh, James, uh, so what is so bad about the prospect of OC Ken Casey Dunn going to Arizona? Nothing. Nothing. Find me a credible source. Find me a credible source because on three ain't it. Now on three's been wrong about a lot of things. On three too. is I'm not sure on three's ever been right. I'm yeah. there's a lot of people who are like, hey man, I'm an insider here. Read my tweet. <laughs> and what do they write about? And I'm fine. I will. I'm happy to die on this hill. Here, you want the bullet points on our show? Because I can give them to you. How many times has on three been wrong? Breaking Mel Tucker going to Arizona to be the head coach, according to on three Wildcats. If, if, and again, I, we don't, Arizona's a very small community. There's one guy in Arizona you want to pay attention to, Jason Shear. Period. End of story. On three, no, I'm good. Well, I'm good. Stool waters drive stalled. Mason Rudolph didn't throw perfect passes. No, and... he threw in a double coverage and almost turned it over. Nice job, Slick. Was it the safety standing right there that you didn't see? But this is the problem with Mason Rudolph. He hesitates. And Mason Rudolph is a couple of things. He's a guy that's a step and throw guy. So he can't have traffic at him. As Chris Boswell makes the field goal 21 to 10. Now that's a nice drive. Because remember, they held Buffalo to three and out, and then they come down, drive right down the field to kick a field goal, twenty-one to ten. Um, so now you're you're within two scores here. You're a, a two-point conversion, a field goal from tying it. So that's a really nice drive. And listen, James, I, I I just don't believe anything that on three says. They have been just so wildly wrong. Uh, Boyd Lake Mason, don't bash my head, Rudolph, to the rescue. Does he ever live that down? Nah. Miles Garrett tried to murder him. Tanner Plummer, if Mason Rudolph and the Steelers go on a run, someone will need to do a wellness check on Monty, LOL. But Mason Rudolph going on a run is not real. That's not something that... Yeah, dude, that, we we all know that that's not going to happen. Not. Uh, Tony Barber, hey, Thon, I, I, I am only pulling for Detroit because Eminem is a mad rapper. Did you see all the Swifties yesterday? Dude. Trying to, oh, Eminem, this, oh, where's Taylor? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, nice, nice frozen window picture. I'm so over it. Yeah. I'm so over it. Done with it, dude. I, I am so over it. I'm it, tired of talking about Taylor Swift, and I want to talk more about how Trav isn't exactly Tra showing up it, dude, for them. It, the funny thing is, did you guys also hear that uh, Swelsey had their first fight because Travis had a bad game and he snapped at Swifty. Oh, waves in opposition. Oh, you guys are fighting. Oh, was it the bad game for Trav? I mean, 
you know, we not all of us can roll up with our ice before the game, you know, looking real nice and then be mediocre. Kim Kardashian Pete. What's his last name? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Maybe Swifty <laughs> can rebound to Pete Davidson. <laughs> Maybe Machine Gun Kelly. Right. You know. <laughs> Maybe ye. Yeah, yay, please. They had yay. an they had an <laughs> they had an argument because Trav snapped at Kelsey Swelsey Ho. I don't really understand what you're saying. The alien. Yeah. Sean Rollins. Swift looks like the sloth from Ice Age. Thank you. Damn. Thank you. Thank you. Mike Smith. It is so funny that James is the nicest guy ever, but he has the power to trigger Monty like no other. <laughs> Hi, this is James. Welcome well, back. Well, he hung up on me the other night trying to save him from getting murked on the internet. <laughs> and homie's like, gotta go. Okay. Okay, dude. Whatever yeah. you say, bro. Get that internet going. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, just tune out the Swifty stuff. It's what I do. Dude, I hate it so much. Swift belongs in my lap, not some tight ends lap. See what I'm saying Daddy? there? <laughs> See what I'm saying there? You're the problem. That's right. right. Uh, CJ Vance. How about them Cowboys? All hat, no cattle every hey year. All hat, no cattle, boy. All hat, no star, boy. Yes, Harry Austin. That jacket was on fire that Swift was wearing. Kudos to uh, Kristen uh Jusick. You check. I know. Home girls, home, no, home my wife of the okay. Well, minutes. I don't know that you know that dude. Like, people are gonna think you think that's his name. I'm trying to help you here. It's Bag Snatchovich. Okay, well, I'm just trying to help you out. I don't so want Kristen, thinking, you know, Kristen Juszczyk, the 49 Kristen, Kristen, Kristen. Kristen. and she's actually hot, unlike Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> cut up jerseys and made a jacket for Taylor Swift. And I believe she also made one for annoying Mrs. Mahomes. So I think they, that those were cool. Those jackets were amazing. Jeremy Clough of the Arizona Republic is saying Casey Dunn is a candidate. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. You're just so... James gets locked on to things. Uh, so, I see what you did there. Well done. Locked on and locked on and on three. I see what you did, dude. That wasn't even when I was trying. Yeah. James, <laughs> like when it was Ollie Gordon for <laughs> Miss America... James was like, oh, he have you seen his breast formation? <laughs> Do you know how hard he works on his on his 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 chest and tricep? Bench press day for him is amazing. Look at them titties, boy. What do you bench? Like when you were on uh, Ali Gordon Heisman Trophy. <laughs> Put that motherfucker in New York. And I'm gonna go with him. My wife's I'm gonna stay so home. bricked up right now. My wife has agreed to stay home so I can go and hold Ollie's hand when he loses. I mean, when he's in the Heisman Trophy. And stuff. And stuff. <laughs> you, every week, every week it was, hey, did you guys see that Ollie Gordon got a C minus on his, on his, on his test? I mean, I think it's um, unfair. Um, I think it's unfair. And um, then like out of nowhere, Aaron Wilson would be like, well, Taj Brooks, he got a B plus, better running back. Stay hard. <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere, dude. Bro. I love you, James. Yeah, I do. James, James, like, do you guys remember when Tanner Plummer used to be fun and likable? Well, <laughs> neither do I. But when Tanner would let us, like, do the Tanner voice and we Not could, too like, familiar with that. yeah, we would have fun with Tanner Plummer. That's who James is now, but he just doesn't know it. He's a character on the show. Like, every day it's, 
facial recognition. Yeah, and it's James. <laughs> and he's going to have somebody from the Tulsa World Report newspaper who is reporting that Mike Gundy trimmed 13.6 I'm a man. ounces of hair off his mullet. And that's why Ollie Gordon's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. Uh, bear down cats for ten dollars. Oh, here dear. we go. Here we go. Bear down, Monty. Hey, Monty, bear down. <laughs> Fish kept promoting family and NFL development to those kids to keep them from entering the portal. UA players could really send a huge message and stay together. They're loaded. Uh, they're not gonna. Because see, here at U Arizona, we're undergoing draconian cuts. There will be no jock straps and there will be no talcum powder. In fact, um, we're going to have to have you guys play football next year and assless chaps because we, we can't afford pants. So if you want to transit, I think if you are Noah Fafita and Jed Fish says jump, you just simply ask how high. Yeah. Because there's a reason his entire staff is going with him. Yeah. There's a reason that he's, and this is the ultimate question in college. If the coach leaves, should he be able to, should his players be able to follow him in the portal? Yep. I don't know how you say no. I think it sucks because programs like you, Arizona, are going to get decimated by this. They're absolutely going to get decimated by this. Program. You are not, and if you're just tuning in again, our, I think we're the only ones reporting it again because, well, that's what we do. Somebody in two days will report it. Uh, <laughs> Arizona has not been able to, and they have requested interviews with P5 coaches, and not one P5 coach has agreed to interview. Not one. And you look at the candidates, and, and we've talked about it, and you're looking at guys that I think you're going to struggle um, to, to get you're going to struggle to get big names. And I think one of the more interesting names um, is Johnny Nansen. And he's not leaving Texas. Like, did you see Jade Barron's coming back and he's taking number seven? Did you guys see? Huff gave Jade Barron number seven. Man, Buffalo's got another injury. Yeah, and this one looks pretty gnar too. God, dog. 4-10 to go in the third quarter, 21-10 Buffalo over Pittsburgh. Um Johnny Nansen, why would Johnny Nansen, and, and I'm being serious, Arizona fan, why would Johnny Nansen leave Austin to go to Tucson? He's going to be in the SEC. He is, a he is by all accounts, a rising star in the coaching industry, right? And you look at their numbers, and you look at what, what you have at, at Texas, why would he leave? He is he and Pete Kwiatkowski are co-defensive coordinators. You have an incredible coaching staff. You just made the college football playoff and now you're in the SEC. You're going to leave that job to go to U Arizona where you don't have budget. You're going to struggle to recruit. I, I don't know why you would do that. Yeah. Also, if you're Texas or if you're part of the Texas program right now, and you're looking at the SEC, are you not licking your chops over this opportunity this season? <sighs> Alabama with Saban being gone, right? And no shade to Kalen DeVore. Totally yeah. think he's a great head coach, but uh, there's just no question. I don't think Alabama's going to be as good. But Alabama's going to be a little down. Uh, Georgia 
I think is going to be a little down. He's lost a load of talent in the portal. Yeah. And hey, it's Kirby. Maybe he gets that talent back. Who the hell knows? But I'm just saying right now, as I see it today, George is not going to be as good as they were this year. Uh, Lane Train, as much as I like Buddy, has proven he's beatable. Buddy. Yeah, he's going to be Buddy until he wins an SEC championship, which now or buddy. never, because again, the two top dogs are down. So if you're Texas coming into this conference, are you not top three already? Top four at a minimum? Like Texas, Ole Miss, Georgia, Bama. Those four. Everybody else has to prove that you can beat those four teams before you can even be in the conversation. Yeah, I think it's really interesting where Arizona's at. And, and I think Brent Brennan from San Jose State's the guy. You probably should have hired him last time before you hired Jed. And I think Jed did a great job. I think it is, it is going to be very difficult to recruit at the level that Jed Fish did. I, I mean, I, I don't know what sauce he put in the in the water on recruiting um. visits, but he I, I don't you can go to the swag copter, you can go to Rich Rodriguez, go to any any near-term Arizona football coach. None of them recruited at the level that Jed Fish did. Uh -huh. And certainly when you got Fafita, and I took to calling them the fighting Fafitas, dude, it's going to be really tough to replicate that. And you, I think Brent Brennan is probably the right guy. I mean, if you're Arizona, aren't you trying to, to – I mean, you're trying to hire a head coach, but Brennan Carroll's certainly got to be there if you want to keep Noah Fafita. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? And I, I think if I you're Arizona, think, you got to keep Fafita. Uh, James, you asked me to find a source and I did. I already have my video ready for tomorrow looking for a new <coughs> catchphrase. Yay. Okay. Well, yay. Give me something to work with. If you want new drops, you got to give me something to work with, bro. What do you mean? If he wants new drops, is it up to him? If he gets new drops, no, but I'm just saying like, you know, like you got to, you got to give me something that's better than, you know, like Odex is playing well. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. It is championship week. Yay! Like, you know, I just need something fresh. Uh, I love that. I love that. Uh, the Monty Show, our daily fantasy partners, we tell you every single day on this show. Um, and it's been good to me. Prize Picks has been very good to me lately. Uh, I am in it to win it tonight on Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app. Um, if you're an NBA fan, dude, Prize Picks on in the NBA is phenomenal. Man, what a play by Josh Allen. Josh Allen with absolutely an incredible throw to Stefan Diggs. 327 to go. First down Buffalo. 21-10. The Bills. The Bills are leading. Um, what were you so upset about right there? Well, that was a prime. We all we all know what Josh Allen does rolling right. So usually he's pretty good, but he has a propensity to throw some interceptions. Probably should right. have been picked off. I would agree with that. And I have him to throw one pick this this game on prize picks. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's a great throw. And now oh my God, oh. 24 got crushed. Yeah. Um, Buffalo is uh, inside, deep inside uh, Pittsburgh territory. We'll keep you up to date on that one. But Prize Picks, a daily fantasy partner of the Monty program. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Uh, let's play Prize Picks together, you guys, because here's what Jake's got rolling tonight. Um, now, you'll notice the little emojis on the right side next to the number. So more, and then there's that red devil face. The demon. That means that it pays up to 100 times more if Mike Evans gets a rushing or receiving touchdown, if Josh Allen throws one interception, um, if Jake Elliott makes two field goals, mm -hmm. 
You're in business. He will. You're in business. So I just need Josh here. And notice that the Josh Allen one is a goblin. So prize picks with that is saying that that's an easier one to hit. So, you know, to me, I, I look at it and I say, okay, hey, Josh Allen last week was in a in a very giving mood. Yeah. And what did he have? Three interceptions, I believe it was. So I, I don't know. We're we're two minutes left in the third, I think it is, or like two and a half minutes, you know, got a whole quarter to go. I need what I need is Pittsburgh to make this a closer game. So Josh Allen tightens up a little bit. Yep, I agree. Uh I went in a completely different direction, which is to say I'm gonna lose. Uh I also have uh Mike Evans for a touchdown. I have Baker Mayfield more than 275 yards. Jalen Hurts more than 200 passing yards. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. And here's the one I'm going to get hosed on. Larry Markkinen, the most Dude, untradeable jazz man in the world. <laughs> They're never trading him, bro. You can just suck it right now. How the fuck else would you do this job? 36 and a half points, rebounds, and assists to win $175. I like it. All I have to do is hit more on all of those. I think I have a pretty good chance on all of them because Laurie's been playing really good football. I think so I've hit it every time. Make sure that you download the Prize Picks app. It's super easy. Um, use the promo code Monty to get a hundred percent prize uh, at Prize Picks, a hundred percent deposit matching. That means you put in ten, they'll give you ten more. You can play for weeks on twenty dollars. Uh, so many of us in the Monty Show group play Prize Picks. Um, join the group if you like. Play Prize Picks with us. Get on Twitter. Uh, or Instagram, DM Jake, SLC Jake, SLC Jake, uh, DM Jake. Uh, he'll get you into the group. All you do is hit join. Uh, exclusive uh, members only content, $10 a month, get you into the Instagram group. Then you can play prize picks with all of us. Use the promo code Monty. So again, we are keeping you up to date. The uh, Buffalo Bills uh, are at the Pittsburgh 30. Um, marching towards another score. If they score a touchdown here, I think it pretty much ends it with 237 yeah. to go in the first in the third quarter, excuse me. Uh Buffalo 21, Pittsburgh 10. I think this game's probably over anyway. But jo this these are those moments where Josh Allen has to carry the ball club. And this feels like in the next two plays, depending on what happens, he's going to make a run here that's going to break their back. Um, because that's what he tends to do. Uh, so of course he throws it underneath. So now here we go, a critical fourth down decision. It was third and 12, uh, and Buffalo doesn't get anywhere near it, so Buffalo's going to kick another field goal. We talked about this yesterday. Field goals don't win playoff games. No, they don't. Because and listen, if they make this 24-10, if Pittsburgh comes down and puts it in the end zone. Still a two-score game, yeah. which is exactly what it is right now. Now, it's two touchdowns, but this game's not over, I'm telling you. It is not over. Uh, make sure you download the Prize Picks app, the daily fantasy partner of the Monty Show. Mike Smith, hey, are we uh, paying the paying these to watch TV on the clock? I need James to chastise them. Speaking of which, yeah. Speaking of which, yeah. How did the cock go for you guys the other night? The cock. What? What? Stay hard. <laughs> did you get the Peacock app? Yeah, I did. Why are we, why are, ooh, Joey Porter Jr. walking to the locker room? That's not good. For Pittsburgh. That's a big loss for them. Yeah. Um. Did you get the Peacock app? Yeah. Had to watch the game. Here's, and we need to talk about this seriously. Yeah, we do. Why was it the end of the world that 
the NFL had a game exclusively on Peacock. And I thought that, man, and I wish I could remember who said it, but one of the media guys made a great point. Mike Florio said it. How come so many people who have content hidden behind paywalls are out here complaining about the NFL having a singular one playoff game behind a paywall? I think it's a great, great point. And the other thing that I really struggle with is so many people, well, I'm going to cut the cord. Screw ESPN. Okay, great. Here you go. Go ahead and pay to watch your playoff games. Suckmyass.com. Because that's what cutting the cord is. When you say, I don't want to pay a cable bill or I don't want to pay a satellite bill. Okay, Netflix, Hulu, Max, you name it. You're going to have to pay that rate. It's almost undoubtedly that you're going to have to pay these subscriptions. And whether it's Sunday NFL ticket, Jazz Plus, NBA League Pass, you're going to have to pay that. But here's my question. Why is it so bad that the NFL is trying to make more money? That's the thing I don't understand. And I'm shocked that so many people were offended and upset. And I wasn't offended or upset because this is what we as sports fans have been asking for. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand that you're, you know, you're, garden variety NFL fan probably isn't in the mood to pay for another subscription to watch one game. And I think that's the crux of it. It, If you didn't have a Peacock subscription before this game, the NFL is saying, Hey, you need to subscribe to watch this game. And so the fan was like, Hey, I got to pay. What was it? I think it's five 99 to create an account with Peacock. You got to pay five 99 to then create the account to watch one game to then, I guess a lot of people are assuming unsubscribe. I'm not sure. I'd be really interested to see what Peacock's retention rate is on an NFL game. I have to think out of the 23 million people that watch that Chiefs game, uh, I'm pretty sure they kept a good amount of those people on subscriptions. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's not surprising the NFL is doing this or NBC is doing this, but I think the, the thing with it is, is that you can't expect everyone to be happy with the result. I agree if we're going to, you know, cable cut and we're going to go a different direction with television. You can expect the provider to offer it in a different way that makes them money. But at the same time, I think because it's the NFL, it feels like, Hey, I should, that should be a national game for everybody across the country. We should be able to watch it. And I think that's why people get upset, but, but I don't disagree with your logic. Like, like, Hey, it's a money-making business. They're, they're in it to make money. It's for profit. But I, I don't know. I don't think that Peacock has hit the mainstream the same way that like Netflix has. Everyone wants to make that comparison. Well, we're all paying for Netflix. Well, Netflix has been around for what, like 10 years now, 15 years. I mean, how, how long, how long have you been doing Netflix? Like, Oh my God, a decade at least. I I mean, Mrs. Monty and I joked about it the other day because Netflix now has said, well, we've sent out our last DVD. You guys remember DVDs? That's how you guys used to watch porn, right? right. VHS, right. Um, VHS and Betamax and stuff. Right. Who are you, Jeffrey Epstein? <coughs> uh, anyway, the point is Netflix announced that they've sent out their last DVD. And yeah, we used to subscribe to their DVD service, but you know what? They changed. So I didn't have to get DVDs in my mailbox anymore. That's what this is. And I struggle with the complaining and I know as a society, we complain about everything. All I do is complain about crappy drivers, right? And Taylor Swift. Because well, she's not hot. But right, my point is, right. when I look at this Peacock thing, this is not something you should be complaining about because this is what you asked for. And when you continue to say ESPN sucks and DirecTV sucks and Dish sucks and Cable sucks, 
Did you think it was going to be free? You're going to pay one way or the other. And as somebody now who has cut the cord, I'll tell you this, I miss DirecTV every day. You know why? Because I don't have a back button. Because I got to change apps. I wanted to watch 60 Minutes today. I got to go around and find 60 Minutes. And what app is um, that in? Is um, it over here in Max or Netflix or your mom's house? Like, I got to go flipping around to find 60 Minutes. When I just like to be able to go into my DVR and say, okay, hey, cool. Look, there's 60 Minutes. There's Chicago PD. There's Chelsea Football Club. But guess what? I can't do that anymore. Now I got to go and and it sucks. I hate it. I miss DirecTV. How dare I ever complain about that $350 a month direct TV bill? But this is who we are now. This is how sports are going to be delivered to us. We're watching football on a Monday afternoon at freaking 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern, and it's game one of a doubleheader on CBS on a Monday afternoon. What are we complaining? What are we complaining about? What are we really complaining about? That's the thing that I'm trying to understand. You asked for this. What is it that you you expected us to, or you expected people to do? I agree. Capazzo, Monty, did you just seriously say that Taylor is not hot? Not hot at all. Not, hey man, not hot at all. I don't know what to say at this point in the program. I know it's upsetting. It's, a, I mean, program. people are upset about as it. As usually, right? as usual, we leave you speechless. So it, it is what it is. The uh, lyrics said, I had it before the game. So did I. Uh, Boston, I have, uh, I've had Peacock for WWE already. So yeah, see like, and his name is John C. (laughs) We, this is who we are now. You, you know, Boyd Lake, too many one-offs. It, it won't work, uh, long-term. Somebody's going to, Hey, I disagree, bro. When 23 million people tune in, it's going to work. But did you see what ESPN and the NFL made public over the weekend? What's the NFL doing? Negotiating an equity stake in ESPN. They're going to be minority owners. So they'll have a say on how their stuff is packaged. So in 2025, when ESPN stops going to direct TV and they start going direct to consumer. DTC. That's what's going to happen. All right. A couple more before our big announcement at five o'clock. Big Blue Horses. There will be more paywall playoff games in the future. I think many more. Yeah. I think regular season Sunday ticket, postseason Sunday ticket. And I think you're always going to have conference championship games because there's a limit where you start getting pushed down, right? You're going to see these two games today, the games on CBS, Fox, all that, had big viewership numbers yesterday. There's a point where the pushdown happens when everybody's got to pay because Jimmy's not going to pay when he's got to go buy G.I. Joe with Kung Fu Grip for Christmas. He's not going to pay when he's got to take the kids to San Diego for a Top Gun experience. He's not going to pay. Yeah. Right. There's only so much money to go around. So at some point it becomes too much. Free TV is going to remain free. And the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball will be there too. Uh, Jeff says Netflix has black mirrors, so they win. I like Netflix. I'm Mrs. Monty's much more of a Netflix fan than I am, but I like Netflix. Arizona Sun Salad. Okay. Could be wilt the leaves here, man. Uh, heck, everything is a paywall unless you just receive over-the-air broadcasts. That's exactly right. So what do I subscribe to? The Athletic? Not For me, it's a tax write-off, so it's a kind of a different thing. Still, it's out of my pocket, right? ESPN Plus just announced their rates are going up. Uh, the Athletic, so I can read Tony Jones and Feldman. Uh, but you subscribe to all these things, YouTube TV. NBA League Pass, Jazz Plus, 
NFL Sunday ticket. Sirius XM. Sirius XM on not one car, but two. It's the norm now. It is, I'm telling you, it's a norm now. Uh, Jim Choi, just get these subscriptions for a month and cancel. Okay. You can do that. You absolutely can. Do, but who's tracking that? And I don't think that NBC or Peacock gives a damn about that. The, cock, the, the percentage please. that they're keeping is so high that, you know, if they're keeping 80%, the 20% fall off is not a big deal. I agree. All right. A couple more. Then we're going to make our big announcement. Uh, I want Blockbuster to come back. You do, James. That is you. That is you. You're the guy that you're the one guy because there's only one guy in America who uses Redbox in front of the porn store. Redbox. Me. Have we talked about how crappy 7-Eleven is? No. Don't even get me started. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out, non-curvy, non-curvy Taylor Swift sucks. Well, we now know that there's biologics found in spaceships. So biologics, you know, biologics, but which human is, or non-human, which is which is fine, dude. Biologics, bro. Mrs. Monty celebrated here on the Monty Show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, theadvocates.com, where you never pay a penny unless and until the advocates win your case. So you can talk to an attorney free online right now at theadvocates.com, no matter where you are, theadvocates.com. Right in the middle of the page, it says talk to an attorney. No consultation fees, no retainers, nothing. It won't cost you a dime. Do it right now, theadvocates.com. Mrs. Monty the other day. It's like, see, I told you, stupid men, aliens aren't real. <laughs> and it's a story about like in some third world country where they have like seven green beans for everyone in the village. Unbelievers. They announce. It, it was not random. So you remember when uh, Mexico announced that they had actual aliens? actual they were real real aliens they showed them look like little paper mache dolls in a box and they were like proof proof these are real aliens so then i feel like i'm not appreciated i'm here i don't feel like i'm not appreciated right now good to see you mrs monty hey how are you i'm good anyways the peruvian government intercepted more that were being sent to Mexico because apparently whoever was buying these in Mexico is just not smart enough. They bought the first two and tried to say they were real. So then they ordered two more and they were, the Peruvians were happy to send it because they pulled them apart and they were actually made (laughs) out of animal and human bones and paper mache. That's what that's biologics. This is not even biologics. Biologics. No, no, (laughs) no. No. All right. Let's uh, stop talking about aliens. And I, I have something to say about the whole subscription thing. Nobody like, cares. Everybody gets um, you with subscriptions. And was it Jim Choi who said you have to just cancel after a month? That's what you have to do. I have friends who like to watch. Uh, what's the the soccer show on Apple TV that everybody loves? Yeah. Uh, oh. Ted Lasso. Yes, Ted Lasso. They ordered Ted Lasso. They binge it for one month. They cancel. The unbelievers. Hey, you can do that. They are the unbelievers, Dion. Uh, all right, let's make an announcement. Can I'm sorry. Can I yeah. have my show back now, or uh, is it okay? Maybe. Can no. Can 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 maybe. I talk? Maybe or I don't know. Can you? You know, sounds like you have been. Uh, wow. a lot. Okay, that's fine. 
I mean, you know. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you guys know that the show has evolved and changed quite a bit. And a lot of our long timers, people who have been with us from the beginning, um, have been displaced on our show because we talk quite a bit of college football and NFL. Um, and there has been quite the demand uh, for a Utah Salt Lake centric part of the show. But it doesn't, our show now, I didn't we pass 52,000 subscribers now? I believe so. Um, we are at 52,243 uh, subscribers. Hit like and subscribe. <clears throat> Please give us a thumbs up. Hit like. <clears throat> Click that little bell too. Um, it vibrates. Do you. <laughs> uh, but the point is that the show has grown and evolved. But we have, we have what is it, 546,000 views a month in the state of Utah. And a lot of those people feel underserved. So to cater to our longtimers, our originals, to cater to the folks um, that supported this show in the very beginning, we are going to block James, the unofficial mayor of cowboy country, and we feel like... <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, beginning on, what is it, February 4th, the first Monday morning in February, uh, excuse me, February 5th, from 9 to 11, we will uh, debut our, and really it'll be 9 to like 11.30, because the show never ends on time. Uh, we are going to go back to our Salt Lake uh, sports talk roots, starting uh, February 5th at 9 a.m., we will do two hours every day. Uh, Monday through Friday of Utah Salt Lake centric sports talk. So that will be February 5th. Uh, this show will be unchanged every single day. We will be here at two Pacific five Eastern every single day for three hours, talking sports, college football, the NFL, the NBA. But we really feel like we have heard it so loudly and so often from our Utah roots where our Utah listeners feel like we've just forgotten about them or, Hey, you guys don't talk enough jazz. That's the number one thing I hear. I mean, it's probably what? I mean, it's pretty hundreds much hundreds of DMs a month saying it hey, is. like we need it, but we yeah. want it. Yeah. So starting on February 5th, yeah, 9 a.m. Mountain time. Yeah. We will get back to our Utah roots with Salt Lake City Sports Talk. And it'll be two hours every single day. And then we'll come back at five Eastern, two Pacific. And do three more hours as we always do on the Moxie Show. So there you have it. Don't say we didn't do nothing for you. Now, if you guys want, if you guys want, you can of course join us at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Of course. Um, if you guys want, you can not join us, and you can join us at two Pacific, five Eastern. Happy to do it. You guys have done such a good job supporting the show, and I think you know that. Um, we've worked really hard to try and integrate our listenership and your comments have made this show amazing. Um, the financial support you give us through memberships, uh, through shopping bucked up through shopping, the advocates, using the advocates as your injury attorneys, um, you know, tridaytrading.com, all of our partners, that's you guys doing that. So we listen to you. We, and I don't know how many people even care about this. We have a small group of dudes who have listened to the show for a long time yeah. that when we think about this stuff, we say, hey, would you want to be involved in this or would you watch this or 
And overwhelmingly, our Salt Lake people were like, yeah, absolutely. We need it. We need it. Yeah. And it's and it's something that we take seriously. So um, we are working. We are. It's a lot more work. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, yeah. It's we're going from three hours to probably five and a half hours a day. And it's going to kill my golf game. There's no question about that. Right. Um, Mrs. Monty is thrilled because it gets me out of the house. Um, she hates having me around. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, but it's just something that we've heard so much about. So I, I, I really want to, uh, Ooh, OG Gary says we got to make it full members only, you know, paywall and all. Well, well, Gary, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, Boston Mames, 9 a.m. show. Thank you for my new daily alarm clock. You're welcome. You're welcome, bro. You're welcome. You're Gumby welcome. says the unbelievers truth. Yep. Uh, Aaron Wilson says we absolutely have to have a Texas show. Well, uh, there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Sorry, bro. You know, uh, Tanner, does this mean two straight hours of Utah tech talk? Yeah. The sleeping giant. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Every me. time we drive by Utah tech, Mrs. Monty's like, oh, there it is. Dixie state. Hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I don't I mean, know about know. this one though. Full members only. Yeah. I don't think so, bro. The comment That's section. Not the point. That's not the point, bro. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see uh, exactly how that plays out. Uh, James, only 14 likes so far. No, there's not 14 likes. 64 likes. Yeah, and fun. We can do better. We've had about 2,000 views on the show. Yeah, if you haven't hit Pick the like up. button, please do. Let's go. Yeah, what the heck? Gumby Fresh out. Mo, Mo Mani, Mo Shogram. Yay, we try. Um, bear Down says Utah sports like chasing sheep. You know, it uh, is. Okay. Capazzo. We're working some axe throwing. You know, and uh, wood chopping. You know. Stay hard. Deer hunting. Uh, Monty, thanks for a really nice 30th wedding anniversary gift. My wife might not think the same. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, dude. That's the only reason we're doing this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what I do. Grocox fake account number 10. <laughs> <laughs> you're either a pre Grocox oh, sub or a post Grocox. That sub. is fact. That, that is fact. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You, you, that. And if you know who fat Jesus is. Yeah. Mrs. Monty walked into the studio today and saw Fat Jesus's book. He actually Fat. has a book he published on Amazon. Yeah, he's for real. She's like, Fabulous. oh, look. Yeah. Uh, Harry Austin. So I guess Aaron I and I need to work on getting a Texas show for the Monty show. Could be. Could be. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brandon Butler, a member for 12 months. Let's go, baby. Thank you. Okay. Let's go. Long time. Uh, a very long time, Brandon Butler. Appreciate the recognition of the long times and OGs. Amen to that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. Uh, Kim Coulter, I prefer y'all in the morning. Okay. Well. Okay. Yes, Tanner, we're doing two shows, five hours. We can do it. So wait, what did he say? Wait, so you guys will be doing two shows. That's five hours in total. Can you do it? Yeah, we can. Can we do it? We're going to do it, bro. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, Kim Coulter, Monty, there are many of us Cowboy fans with old and quiet, quite significant wounds, wounds reopened. We all need help. Ooh. It's not going to get better soon. Got to get rid of the Jera. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, some things aren't going to change until you have a real change. Well, there it's is. just. There it's is harsh, that. but true. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out says Shogram. 
Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Program. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely more work. I mean, well, it's, and, and, you know, I, I think, you know, we got we crossed 50,000 subs and we felt like, you know, show's growing and we don't want to forget you guys and we don't want you to feel forgotten. Yeah. Uh, Capasso says pre-sub here. Yeah, definitely a pre-sub there. Yeah. Uh, so two hours of Utah football. Count me in, baby. Every day. Well, I don't know why you'd listen to a Utah show. You're a Michigan fan. Yeah, so, you're a Michigan fan. I mean, I don't fan. know what you're doing here, but right, Connor Stallion. <laughs> uh, Tanner Plummer, two hours of Real Salt Lake. Mark it down. Yeah, we can. Man, wow. We can go mm, back no. to the Real no. Salt Lake days. No, no. I mean, uh, they got to score goals, Bonnie. I mean, they got to put the ball on frame, bro. I mean, we're gonna have a, you know. An MLB team. We're you know probably going to have. Wow, you a... just will never let that go, will you? You're not. Ne- you are never going to let that go. You love that topic. I do. I do. MLB. Whoop whoop. Wow. There was a whoop whoop. Yeah. On go. the show. You know. Uh, clearly, Monty married up. Damn, bro. Uh, how do you know? How do you know she didn't marry up? Uh, Big Daddy Magic, yeah, uh, Mo Monty show the day after my birthday, so I'm happy. Victor's the way. Well, I would assume you're happy because Pittsburgh has scored a touchdown. 9.23 to go, 24-17, Buffalo leads Pittsburgh. Is this another Josh Allen choke job? I need the turnover. Mm-hmm. Is this it. Is this a – I'm really curious to see what Joe Brady calls here. Are they going to stay it. aggressive? Um, and Josh oh. Allen, a designed run for a first down. Oh, and he got hit. Lit. Yeah, he did. Uh, but Josh Allen getting up. Oh, let me tweak my shoulders and point for a first down. <laughs> Cowboy tough, thick boy, white guy. Okay. Uh, what he, just happened? I, I have no idea. I think I had a stroke. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? I, I think I am. You gotta get stroked. You, often, yeah. a lot. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> You know, Aaron Wilson, I'm not sure if I'm OG. I've listened for over a year, but only been paid for 10 months. You are post cock. You are. <clears throat> what? What? Bro. He's post grow cock. Yeah. He is. Yeah. The yeah. cock. Am I, am I wrong? <laughs> no. No, if you're post grow cock, grow I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Um, yeah, you're not an OG, but I, you're a long time now, over a year. Appreciate post, that. post what? Anita Dick and me. Yeah. Yeah. Spit it out, dude. Uh, Sell the team applies to Man United and Cowgirl fans. Wow. We just rolled out a Cowgirl. Will Josh Allen choke? 72 rushing yards, 20 and 29, 187 and two touchdowns. (coughs) And pretty much dead even with Mason Rudolph, who's 16 and 28, 187 and two scores and a pick. Does Josh Throw Allen turn the, the football over? I, I think this is a huge Throw question. Throw the pick. Does he? It, because this is the only. This is the only knock on Josh Allen is that he tends. Oh, and that's going to be a late hit. Oh man, did Josh Allen just get lit? And, and the no, flag. There's, there's the flag. The flag. Late flag. Woo! They're Can not. You but, blame Pittsburgh though. No, I can't. But this is a. This is Miles Jack, and this is a late hit. And it's it's going to be 15 more yards. Is it contact to the head? It's shoulder to shoulder, but it's a late hit. It's roughing the passer. No contact to the head. There is no yeah. contact to the head. There is zero yeah, contact he, to the he head. should not have hit him. No, that absolutely was, should not have yeah, hit him. That's a late hit. That is absolutely a late hit. But I like this strategy out of Pittsburgh. If you're going to run, and, and what Buffalo's trying to do is just kill the clock. 
They're not being aggressive. They are calling Josh Allen design runs and he slid feet first and Jack came up and hit him. It's ridiculous. This is even a game right now. Yeah. I hate how conservative they are being. Yeah. This is, it's a mistake. Yeah. Uh, Capazzo says the bills will choke it up. Harry Austin, he slid 100% a late hit, no doubt, but it's the right hit. It is the right hit because you can't just let there, there's 720 to go here and, and they're just trying to kill the clock and you're, you're trying to, to win a playoff game and you can see Pittsburgh is being incredibly aggressive here, which they should be with seven minutes now to go second and nine Buffalo's got it, uh, in the red zone. Yeah. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, Coulter says that's a bullshit call. Put a dress on him. Not a late hit either. Oh, it's a total that's late bullshit. Hit. As a Justin Fields supporter, yes, that's a late hit. It is his knees down. He's initiated the slide. It's a late hit by Ryan. yeah, and you and you know, There's and no doubt, Jack knew it as soon as he did it, and they did it for a reason. They, and and I don't my even disagree too, with it. My stance has always been just get your money's worth. If you're going to take the penalty, get your money's worth. And Buffalo is is I think they are trying to slow play this. Oh wow, and a missed tackle by Minka Fitzpatrick, and Buffalo scores a touchdown. Minka Fitzpatrick had the tackle and missed it, and it leads to a Buffalo touchdown. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Khalil Shakir runs it in 30 to 17. That really should do it. That really should do yeah, it. Yeah, not only for this game, but for my prize picks. Thanks. Yeah, that's that's not going <coughs> to help you. That is not going to help you. Anyway. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, starting right here on February 5th, um, we're going to do two plus hours of just Salt Lake City, Utah sports talk, uh, nine mountain time every morning, Monday through Friday. And you'll have your own playlist on YouTube and we will, we will service you guys. It'll be, whoa, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Monty has disavowed that comment. Um, she will not be part of the service. <laughs> well, I mean, if you subscribe, maybe she will be. Macaque. If it's behind a paywall. Right. You know. Paywall. I mean. Find my fans only. <laughs> there you go. See? <laughs> or OnlyFans. Which, which is it? OnlyFans. Only, OnlyFans. Okay. Yeah, I think. Clearly, I don't have one. You know. <laughs> um... Mike Phillips says so many Pittsburgh arm tackles all game. Yep. That's a quick, that's a quick dude. Okay. Uh, OG Gary. Okay. Riding the D fence. <laughs> you know. Is it you know. possible that they could ride the D? It is. That, you know, servicing is a quick. Uh, a quick two holes riding the D. Is it possible that they could ride the D? Mike Smith. Um, it's going down fast. I want that Jake service. How much does that cost now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh boyd lake wait mrs money has an only fans <coughs> how do you think i support everyone hey, do we don't make money on this show are you kidding me uh monte owes a ribeye still uh i'm glad you're bringing back utah sports talk i've watched so much talk about sports topics i don't care about the last year nine o'clock Monday, February 5th. Uh, Robert Fowler, just curious, Mati, how many sports teams are in Salt Lake City area? 37. <laughs> well, I mean, of the big ones that count, Utah Tech. Uh, okay. yeah. They lead in, in Smash Ball or what, what is it? What is it? Pickleball. 
pickleball. They lead in pickleball. Earthquaking? <laughs> but that's a different type of ball play. Wow. 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 <laughs> like, what? the streak continues. Wow. What? Every time you're on the show, there's some double entendre I did not about. start this. Right, but you finished Stock. it. <laughs> but you finished it. Oh, man, the ball play down there. Tell you about those guys down in the Jeezy. They know reset. Hand them a paddle and them balls get going. That's why Stone Cold Steve Austin couldn't do the, the Stone Cold. cold. Stone Cold. Yeah. yeah. No. We yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, the new morning show will be sponsored by BYU Cougar Tales, best donuts in Utah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. Uh, can Mrs. Monty loan Monty some of her OnlyFans money so Teddy can get his ribeye? I have his ribeye. <laughs> Teddy, we just need to get together and exchange meat. <laughs> I feel like that was your MJD look right there. That was your MJD look right there. You let her on the show one time. Is it possible that they could ride the D? You never have me on the show anymore. And this is what I get. It's not my fault. It was a holiday. Um, Every day married to you is a holiday, sweetheart. People are misinterpreting what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, Mike's. <laughs> what, what the hell is going on? I don't know. Uh, poor Salty, you know, he would be all in on basketball talk. Um, Next comment. Uh, yeah, we're not allowed to talk about. Next comment. The GZ has plenty of courts for uh, paddle play. Okay. That was a stretch. I mean, that was really Bro. a stretch. But, I mean, I appreciate it. Uh OG Gary says this is wild. I I don't disagree. Um, Big Daddy Magic Joshua Allen TD. Okay. Okay. Cool, bro. Okay. Thirty-one seventeen Buffalo cool, up cool, on Pittsburgh cool, six twenty-seven cool. to go in the fourth quarter. There we need a Mrs. Monty segment once a week. We used to do that, yeah, but some people yeah, have big, high, flute, yeah, powerful jobs and stuff. Yeah, you know. You know. You know. You know. Uh, it's not my fault. A lot. It's really? not your fault. I keep saying I'll quit my job. I'll quit my do job. It. I'll quit my job. We can live. Do it. We can live here. Right. It's fine. All of us in one small studio suite with a stained chair. It's fine. Oh, uh, Sean Rollins. Easy. Exactly. Greg Hawkins with a $20 super sticker. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Gregory. Good to see you. My friend as always hope the uh, youngin as well. Uh, Mike Smith, what I am so bricked up right now, meat exchange. Exactly. There's a meat exchange. There's a meat, meat. exchange. Uh, the meats are being exchanged. You know what's wrong with this world? At no, least but you're with the United States is we don't do what they do in Australia. Oh, they do meat raffles at bars. Like you go to bars and there's a meat raffle and you literally go home <laughs> with like a tray of meat. Anyone who's Australian knows this, a meat raffle. So you can go and then you come home with an entire tray of fresh meats that you yum, can yum, eat. Yum. It's a meat raffle. And I think it should be a thing here. But then again, we don't have many bars and people don't drink. So send help. Please send help. Listen, all I wanted for Christmas was a meat raffle. You just had to leave the house for 10 minutes. I'd have raffled it's off that meat. I'm sure people are saying in the comments that it's a thing. It's a thing. Meat raffle. Okay. I mean, you do you. Uh, Greg Hawkins, Australians also drive on the left side of the road. Exactly. Right. Uh, OG Gary, Mrs. Monty, chill, brah, chill. <laughs> See? See? Chill, brah. For crying out loud. But now, let me tell you what now. 
Uh, Tanner Plummer, Aussies will also go to their death defending mid-NBA players. That's what I'm saying. Who like their meat raw <laughs> and stuff. You know, wow. it's fine. Big Blue Horses says macaque. Okay, that's kind of, you know. That's macaque. A there you go. Uh, hey, bro, let me get your meat. I hope I win it. <laughs> Hiscock. And you wonder why Australians are happy <gasps> and chill people. They're not. We know from our experience on this show, they're not. They're, if you guys ever want to kick it, we'll flow. They're kind of high strung. Yeah. Uh, James says, we don't need a meat raffle in Texas. We go to Bucky's and get various barbecue sandwiches. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's bro, not real. We, We're not talking about meat? like actual meat, bro. Meat raffle? It, 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 we were talking about. No, you are. But you are, but none of them. We're talking about dicks, dude. That's what I'm no, talking about. I gave me a bucket. Look, Bucky's has this brisket. And I'm like, no, dude, we're talking. I'm to, so bricked up not, right now. It's not brisket. It's sausage. Two different, two different, well, different things. So Work with me. Tiny baby wieners. <laughs> <laughs> It's everything. It's everything. <laughs> so there. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. What happened? <laughs> Get out. I brought a plant. She did bring a plant. I did. I picked it out. I'm a helper. I right, Boom. but I, but I picked it out. I I picked out the yucca tree. At the plant market. Yeah, well, Costco, but the right. same thing. I picked it out. Okay. What are we doing? He has our full respect. And then there's Tanner spelling out D I C K S. <laughs> Macaque. Mike Smith, Mrs. Monty, master of the unintended. No, she meant the double entendre. Yeah, Hondo P. Yeah, dude. There's what? no question. Yay. There is. Yeah, exactly. What? Exactly. I'm so innocent. Greg Hawkins, that, that Andouille sausage. That's what I meant. Mm. That's not what the Jezebel over there meant. Tiny you know. baby weenus. <laughs> so, okay. That's fucking interesting, man. Look, Josh Giddy, settle down. What that is, that is a reference to a, there's a girl with severe Tourette's. And she has a TikTok that chronicles her life with Tourette's. <laughs> and one of her tics is tiny baby weenus. All the time. <laughs> and Mrs. Monty tends to like that kind of content. She makes me laugh. She's and she's not doing it specifically to be funny, but she does do a really good job with her TikTok and she's fucking hilarious. She is hilarious. Sorry. She is grow up. Nobody on this show curses. Man, like this is unbelievable. You know. Um Mape says, Jake, get that Mrs. Monty drop today. <laughs> Tiny baby weenus. <laughs> now we're going to have to find that TikTok yes, and, yes, and play it. Yes. Yeah, you should Man. use the real one. Harry Aww. Austin, well, this is already the best of the year episode. Yeah, for <laughs> seriously, real. for real. And of course, then there's Wasikowski bratwurst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Juicy. Juicy. Stephen Smith, uh, this is the funniest segment I've seen so far. <laughs> Boyd Lake, F-bomb from the missus. <laughs> I didn't mean it. And at least I didn't bring up like a kielbasa. 
Why? You got to get stroked. We were past it. Uh, Capasso says no one curses on this show. That's a bunch of horse manure. It is. Uh, Utah has to play Houston this fall. If you come to Texas, I will buy you dinner, barbecue sandwiches. I'm not coming to go to Bucky. Yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> well, hey, bro. Listen, if you come to if you if you come to Texas, I'll take you to the gas station. And I'll get you some Bucky's barbecue sandwiches. Raise your cholesterol by like thirty points. You know. Wow. Uh, now we know where Monty gets his language from. Seriously, you think I am? A parolee. You know. Uh, Joseph Carruther, Monty curses at least once a show. What? What? Me? Uh, Glizzy Game is strong with this one. Yes. Yes. Her Glizzy Game is amazing. I, I brought up that they're called a Glizzy. Thank you. It's true. I brought the language. It is true. Yeah. Uh, Maury Alvarez, our favorite Floridian. Love the show. Excited for Utah things, but I will be catching it late because I will be at school. Hey, it'll be on the playlist, man. Yep. Uh, whoa. Brandon Butler, Britt bringing it hard. Stay hard. She's, you know. He just had to go, just had to push it and try to take it. Push further. it real good. Jake has no oh, idea. Oh, no. You don't even know what that's a reference to. <sighs> I know push that it. song, bro. Push it real good. Ah, push it. Uh, see, like <laughs> I think I've hit it every time. <laughs> we we can't do the show together. Like, because what are we doing? We would just totally take over. <laughs> it, it seriously. I think this would probably be the most PGR seventeen adults only fans only show if you were here every day <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah, you try that trading go man let's go yeah but it's the worst it, you are the worst influence on me like you pull I, my morals I'm the down worst influence on the him are you kidding me <laughs> that's the only thing she'd yeah, be but, pulling down but you, know. you know these guys are going to come uh, a lot a lot <laughs> there it is there it is what, what do you mean golfing again? That's the same look right there. <laughs> there, there. I just love that oh. like, it hit you uh, this morning. We're on our way to go to um, Top Golf, And he says, oh, this morning show is going to screw up my golf game. Um, it hit you now that that's going to screw up your yeah, golf game. After we made the decision. A after you the know. decision was made. Yeah, it is. <laughs> There's no. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, Boston Mapes, two shows soaking or non-soaking? Exactly. Is it possible that they could ride the D? Tanner says soaking. Uh, Carruthers says Monty show NC-17 version. It would be. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Smith, Mrs. Monty show segment. God wills it. Well, that's a problem. Hey, that'd be great best of. You, guys. you know. Uh, Harry Austin, salt and pepper has made it to the Monty show. Utah is not ready for that. We're not. They're not. They're not ready They're for not. that. No. Definitely not. Our neighbors will, no. No, uh, no, no. Monty, take mental reps on the golf game. Mental reps. Don't. Looks like bills are going to hang on. They are. 224 to go. Uh, 31-17. Uh, Bufalo. All right. Before we get out of here on a Monday uh, on the Monty Show presented by our good friends uh, at Bucked Up, Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. What did I warn you about? What did I tell you? You hit a you hit a buck buck shot and the show. I think I've hit it every time. 
and that's because it just does its job, man. Bucked up everything that they have, all of their pre-workouts, like getting up at 5 a.m. every day, which unfortunately will not change with our new format. Um, getting up at 5 a.m. every day, you got to hit the pre-workout. And Mrs. Monty and I have been going to the gym every day. That pre-workout makes a difference. It's 150 more calories per workout. Um, and I've talked about better sleep, better weight loss, getting thinner, living a healthier lifestyle. That's what Bucked Up is all about. That's what they do for you because their products just work. So whether it is the Buckshot, which you can get six free Buckshots in the link below. Um, they're, check if their creatine still on sale. Um, they were ha they had a flash sale on creatine on Amazon that like 50 people on our show took <laughs> advantage of. $14.97, I think it was, for uh, a can of, of creatine monohydrate. Ridiculously low price. Because all of their stuff does exactly what it says it's going to do. They use elite products uh, or elite ingredients to make elite products. That's what you count on bucked up for. And I'll tell you, um, I had a can of cherry, uh, cherry, oh my God, cherry candy mm -hmm. bucked up today. Best energy drink. I, that or Miami. I'm getting low on the Miami. I'm a little worried about it. I got a case in my garage. I got to bring Still in here. Still get it for $19.95. Can't get it for $15.95. Now it's $19.95. Just search Bucked Up Creatine on Amazon. It comes right up. Hook it up. Bucked Up, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Um, uh, who has the, the best fries in fast food? Because we've talked about this a lot on the show. But I have to tell you, one of the things, there's this new list out, and they did it based on how much you get for the price they charge you. And you're going to be shocked by this. The least value comes from Sonic, who charges you $3.02 uh, for three ounces of because French Because it's fries, garbage. Which is outrageous. Some of the other ones, Whataburger, 10th best value. They charge you uh, $3.13 for four and a quarter ounces. Mm -hmm. Easy. Oh, my God. Did you guys hear that the double Big Mac is back at Easy? <laughs> Who's the idiot that's going to order that? Somebody on this show. Oh, my God. Has to do it. We have to go. I, You would never eat that. No. Ever. I, I could no never desire. imagine you doing no. that. But I think it's amazing that McDonald's, who I haven't had their fries in ages. Ages. Yeah. We haven't eaten McDonald's French the fries. Last time, last time I ate and McDonald's they fries. What? They ranked ninth, two dollars and seventy cents uh for three and three quarter so under three dollars here. Under three dollars now. Okay. The best French fries in fast food. Yes. Five One guys. of five guys. Facts. Yeah. Five guys Go came Cajun. in eighth. $6.70, the highest of any fast food chain we sampled. <clears throat> However, that $6.70 gets you 10 ounces of French fries. See what I mean? Like, come on. Stay hard. Number six. Only And the only person on this crew that has carnal knowledge of this particular brand, which is Raising Cane's. Oh. Because somehow somebody, not on this shot, but somebody in this shot, decided Raising Cane's would be a good lunch idea one day. 
listen, I had to see what everyone was raving about, and I regret it to this day. I'm a carb-eating motherfucker. You were Complete. a carb-eating motherfucker. Tell, like, tell me it didn't suck. It was horrible. Terrible. Yeah. Um. So at Cane's, at $2.48, um, you get five and three-quarter ounces, which is 66 cents an ounce. Let's go to the number four because I think it's hideous and disgusting. I think Chick-fil-A French fries are disgusting. Because Say it's it. garbage. Disgusting. disgusting. Makes me want to puke. But they're not. I love their waffle fries. I you do. do? I love oh, they're terrible. waffle fries. I love waffle fries. I don't like horrible people, so I can't eat a Chick-fil-A. What do you mean? Okay. <clears throat> don't get her started dude. different Please. show a medium french fried chick-fil-a weighs four four point six five ounces for two dollars and seventy cents again under three dollars number three wendy's two dollars and eighty cents for four point nine ounces number two wendy's is pretty good wendy's is good wendy's french fries and a frosty you're yeah. not gonna go wrong yes dip them yes just trust me dip, dip the, the french, french fries, fries in yes the frosty. you'll thank me burger king at number two five ounces two dollars and 70 cents that's 53 cents an ounce and then number one again and i think it is almost i think it's almost barbaric to ever eat these french fries mm -hmm. they are that disgusting anybody want to guess who's number one I think it's in and out, but I don't think they're that great. They're they're not not that great. They're terrible. You have to ask for them extra crispy. Number one, tell them you want crispy fries, and they'll be done right. Otherwise, yeah, we're, not making any changes. we're not making any changes. For two dollars and thirty three cents, four point eight two ounces, uh, which is just forty eight cents an ounce. Uh, bros, in and out is. That's bullshit. Terrible French fries. Yeah. Bomb burger. Awful fries. You are also the guy. And I didn't <laughs> want to out you for this. Because Here we do we have to talk about Del Awesome. Fat! Right? I had a bad Del Awesome experience today. You guys know I don't really eat fast food anymore. Del Awesome has turned into almost like an orgy of greatness every time I go there. But a certain somebody... Um 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 decided that we should change our order at del awesome today um instead of the classic chicken burrito yeah, what are you doing dude a hard taco and a soft taco both of those would be chicken thanks no we had to get some bs chicken burrito with guac and a whole Fire bunch of and fury diuretic ingredients <laughs> and it i'll be honest with you del awesome was not awesome today it's how dumb do you think i am Forced you to get what I got. It was terrible. Tell me it was. You can't tell me that so was good. So you're disputing this. I don't think that their food is good, anyways. So oh, I'm the wrong person what? to ask. It's See, not. I put you on the show, and then you say things like that. What are you looking at on your phone? Uh, I was an update on politics that we shouldn't discuss. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um. Good evening, Iowa. Uh, <laughs> Del Taco, I'm going to tell you, yes, Buffalo is stupid. They have the, the Steelers done. It's over roughing the passer to keep the drive alive and Buffalo 31, 17, the game's probably over.
Y'all about to fuck this up. Right? That game's probably over. 45 seconds to go. Drive would have been dead. They probably would have had to go fourth and long. Now it's first and 10 on the 35. On Buffalo's 35 because mm-hmm. they rough the passer. Yeah. I, I, this is why Buffalo won't win a Super Bowl because they play stupid football. And yeah, if you're Pittsburgh, throw it in the middle of the field with no timeouts left. I mean, why wouldn't you when you're trying to win a playoff game? You throw it in the middle of the field. Also, if you have Buffalo to cover the minus 10, you're sweating. Yeah, I would think you are. Anyway, I think Del Awesome flies under the radar. Del Taco for French fries. You could do way worse. Now, Dude, the double Del is solid at Del Taco, though. The double Del is really solid. It's not. Why you are your lips you pursed? Were, you said you were a you like the double it, Del. It is the same trashy fast food. No, it's not. Yes, it's special. No, um, it is. It's not. It is. You know. Okay. I mean, I guess we can agree to disagree that you're wrong. No. But I mean, I, which you're right. It's trashy. It it's not amazing. But the argument is tastes that the it's... same way. Let's go and get a taco from Taco Bell and no. a taco. No, Bell no, taco no, and have no. A comparison. No. no. Now way. you're talking like a, a fit skinny person, and I can't have that. I have limits. Well, that's Taco Bell. Taco Bell is garbage. Del Taco. Yeah. Well, Del Taco, their chicken is actually whole chicken and their taco shells actually are firm. And the other thing about Del Taco, and I know you're going to say, well, Monty, it's just fast food, dumbass. (laughs) It's not. They actually have really good produce. Their lettuce and tomatoes are actually really good. And if you just get a classic chicken burrito and regular tacos, you're going to love it. And I'm telling you, you throw in some Del Taco French fries. And when they're done right, they're really good. They are. And I love crinkle cut fries. Do you like crinkle? Are you going to approve of crinkle cut fries or are we not doing that now either? In the ranking of fries, waffle fry. Oh, God. Then regular fry, then crinkle cut. That's bullshit. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. Uh, Harry Austin, man, I may have to rethink our relationship, Monty, over this Del Taco. Del Taco is great if you are drunk and waiting on a uh payday. Next but, comment. Next thank comment. you. But it's not some, way, dude. It's not <laughs> something you eat every day. It's like once a month. And when when you just when your expectation, you're not expecting it to be Bucky's. Yeah, we're not having a conversation barbecue. about Del Taco versus Mastros, dude. Or Bucky's. Yeah, or Bucky's. It y- you have to have you have to have expectations. You know, uh, Mrs. Monty, did you just suggest Taco Bell? That's I'm what I'm saying, saying. That we could get a hard shell taco from Taco Bell and a hard shell taco from Del Taco and compare, and they're not going to be very different at all. Stay hard. So, I, 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 I don't know who you are sometimes. All due respect. Yeah, please, all due respect. I do like sex, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i'm the smart one okay. it's fine well sometimes it's it's difficult at least you recognize that you're the smart one and i'm the good looking one go play intermural that's what, brother that's what right. makes our relationship right. work right right yes See? yes it works yeah. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes yeah uh james says we have taco casa in texas it's far better than taco bell it's not i mean so honest taco to god house instead of a taco bell yeah you can have taco bell I, you know, uh, Del Taco is Hood's version of Taco Bell. Maybe, but it's much better. Did you just say Del Taco's the Hood version? I didn't know there was such a thing. I mean, I thought they were the same thing. Doesn't that make them both? OG Gary. 
crinkle cut fries or ass water? Wow. I don't think I've heard that term. Okay. I mean, except for like around a colonoscopy. Hey, he's, so. he's LSU educated. Okay. Just <laughs> Joseph Carruthers. Don't bring those sound effects back. <laughs> don't. Joseph Carruthers, Yo Quiero Los Chalupas del okay, Taco dude, Bell. Bro, I, I'm with I you. I don't care if you like it or not, bro, or if yeah. you want it, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Yo Quiero Taco Bell and Tonsis and stuff, man. I'm with you on that. Uh, main event, steak fries are the best. Giggity. Yeah, you like them fat, huh? Culver's crinkle fries. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Grow up. Uh, Boyd Lake, the SEO king of America. Uh, I live in the land of custom delicious taco trucks and taco cuisine. Torchies is the creme de la creme here. Sounds good. Have we ever had Torchies? No. Do they blow torch their fries? Let's go. Yeah, maybe we should find a Torchies. I don't know. Uh, I agree with Mrs. Monty on this topic. Monty, come on, guy. Okay. Tanner Plummer, my dad used to work at Taco Bell and the horror stories he told me, told me, my gosh, never eating there again. I don't eat a Taco Bell. No. Uh, James, Monty is the smart one. Mrs. Monty is the classy one. Oh, thank you. Don't start. Yay. Do not get him going. Uh, Aaron Wilson, Lubbock has Taco Villa. So okay. Bell House and now Villa. Okay. Uh, OG Gary, LSU education goes real uh, tough. It does, you know. Uh, finally, Mrs. Monty is not a believer in the cold plunge. Mm-hmm. And a certain gentleman um, tried to get gentleman. in. Gentleman, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Stone Cold. Hey, what's up, everybody? Steve coming to the Broken Skull Run. Hey, what's up, everybody? Steve coming to the Broken Skull Ranch. Uh, about to do my first cold plunge and renew therapy. Uh, my shop says 43 degrees right now. So I'm sure the water is sub 50. I was going to start off at 50. It's going to be a little bit colder than that. And uh, we're going three minutes here. Once it gets on to 12 and five, four, three, two, down we go. God damn. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha. Son of a bitch. Ha. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> Bro, that's all you can do is like twenty seconds, maybe. Buddy's name is Stone Cold. No, Steve it's not. Austin. No, it's not. And it's, that's the best he can do. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's how I look at it. That's my guy, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh huh. Apparently I, not cold enough. No. I believe in the cold plunge. Now, I don't have the facilities to do a cold plunge. So there was a long stretch when when we used to do mornings yeah. every day where I would take a, I think at one point I got up to five minutes under a freezing cold shower. And I think it made a world of difference. It, got, it gets rid of inflammation. Like the, the chemical reaction that it forces your brain to have, mm-hmm. you feel better, you're, you're, I'm telling you, you okay, just, a hell of a drug. You sleep better. You're not tired. Like it's amazing. Mrs. Monty does not buy into it. Not a chance. I'm not doing it. I'm fine. I don't need it. I'm good. Yep. I have no desire. Um, but no. how do you know you don't need it? I'm doing all right, man. But do but yeah, I'm doing just fine, actually. So you won't even consider it. 
Not even going to, there's no way no. you would do it. I'm not saying there's no way. You can never say never, right? I'm just saying. Don't lie to me. Not for me. No. If not, I, not real interested. But if I had the facilities, I would do it every day. I think it is, I think it is life-changing. I think it is one of those things where you, the, once you begin to understand what it does for your health, you'll never go back. If I was uh, a professional athlete, an Olympian, sure, I would do it because I, I know that there are benefits, but I am, I am not, and I don't like to torture myself. So, but I'm it's good. it's actually not torture. And I think one of the things, if you oh, don't, did you hear him? He didn't sound like he was having fun. As soon as the giblets got in well, there. It's not fun woo! though. I'm not saying it's fun, but the health benefits and I'm on this thing now. And Mrs. Monty and I are kind of in it together uh, where we're live forever, right? Like this, we, we're, I mean, we're eating remarkably well. Um, like, except for the Del Taco. Yeah. Right? And you, well, yeah. if you hadn't changed the menu, if you hadn't changed the order, but anyway, that's Ugh. not the point. We really are doing quite well. We're both losing weight. We're both thinning out. We're working out hard. Like we're very active. We're eating well. Like this whole switch to sweet potatoes, black beans. Like, I mean, it's, it's really made a difference. And if you follow, there's a, a, a guy named Huberman labs on Instagram, TikTok podcast. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. And when you really get into the health benefits and the brain benefits of ice baths and cold plunges, you, you'll you never go back. Mm -hmm. And then once you do it, and he talks about, hey, if you don't have an ice bath, here's how you do cold showers to mimic the result. And it works. It works. I would not have worked because I started at a minute. I was able to do a minute right out of the gate in a cold shower. And I think I got up to five minutes. And it really, I'm telling you, the result is worth it. Mm -hmm. But I, I believe in it. I would do it. And there's this whole thing about what it does to your brain. So there's all this research coming out about when you do the things you don't want to do, when you push through that barrier, the growth in your brain centers are amazing. When you, like cold plunging is a very interesting example of it. When you get into that cold plunge, and it hurts, and you don't quit, and you don't get out, there's a part of your brain that releases that chemical reaction, and that part of your brain actually grows. So it's easier for you to do difficult things. Like David Goggins has talked about this Well, there's a certain comfort. Length. Once you do it once, it's like, hey, I'm more apt to do it again. But it's that, where does that comfort come from? It comes from a chemical reaction in your brain that allows you to do more difficult things as time goes on. It is, and I didn't even know this until probably six months ago. We were driving home from somewhere. I can't remember where we were listening to David Goggins' book. And he was talking about how this is the basis of SEAL training, where they put you through this and they push you to limits that you didn't know that you could get to because it makes you more able to perform at that level on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. That's, to me, what's fascinating about it. And we 60 Minutes today. We were watching this fascinating story about the power of ultrasound for things like dementia. Um, what was it like addiction, drug addiction, drug addiction, obesity, yeah. yeah, where they give you 
medicine and then they hit your brain with ultrasound in an area that's the size of like a pen, a, like a ballpoint pen head. They drive ultrasound waves into like six or seven of those areas in a group and it opens up the blood brain barrier so that that medicine can get into that one spot. And it's your, like for an addict, it's your response center. So that when you see that drug, you're not nearly as tempted by it. So mm -hmm. now they're working on obesity. They're working on addiction. Fascinating. But also for dementia. Because, you know, they were explaining this thing about plaque on your brain. And that plaque on your brain is is really that first indicator that, hey, dementia is coming. And I, I was reading about this this afternoon about how they're applying, they're trying to apply ultrasound to CTE. And... What they're able to do is they infuse you with those drugs to get rid of that plaque because there's a drug you can take now. But you get, if you don't do the ultrasound, you almost get none of it because it doesn't break that blood barrier to your brain. Yes. So they hit you with the ultrasound. It opens up the uh, membrane in your brain for 72 hours. And now that medicine's getting in there to that one spot. And so they're able to knock out these huge swaths of plaque on your brain. So dementia and CTE are, are being not cured. They were very careful to say it's not cured, but they're really being treated effectively. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm into it, dude. I am, I am into it a hundred percent. Gumby fresh out says don't pee in the shower. <laughs> What's well, funny. Cause this is actually, you must People have pee in the shower. Let's not lie. Let's not lie. But you know why you shouldn't pee in the shower? Why? Because they say that when you pee in the shower, that every time you see the shower, it'll make you want to pee. That's why That's why people are like, yeah, you shouldn't be peeing in the shower. I'm an adult. And when I look at a shower, I don't <laughs> pee on myself. I'm okay. Me either. Me yeah. either. I... What is this on TikTok? Who's, who's saying this? No, it's a, it's a real thing. Like your body, it's, it, it's almost like a Pavlovian response. Um, where if you, I don't know, if you pee in your bedroom, bathroom all the time, I think this is where it started. Like it matriculated to the shower. If you pee in the same bathroom all the time, if you walk by that bathroom, it'll make you have to pee. And I, it, I, it makes sense. I mean, it does. It's a, it's a it puts your it in your brain. I would something. need to see actual research. And uh, Mike Smith says team peeing off the back porch. Hey man, peeing in the backyard is a real. Boys thing. love to pee wherever outdoors. That's why, why, just do you, like you think a I thing. golf. You think I I'm golf because I like golfing. No, you like to pee outdoors. That's right. Which I mean, I that, would. One of my favorite times. One of my favorite times. We were on some road trip, and you had to go, and so you went out. We we parked. We pulled the car over to the side of the road, and you're going, and I hit the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Jake was in the car. He laughed. I mean, it was funny. It, it was. was. So it was funny. funny. I can't deny that it was funny. <laughs> I mean, you see me. Sorry if you're offended by that. Oh, hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. Um. I mean, so funny. Uh, Tanner Plummer, that doesn't sound true to me. I pee in the shower, and every time I see a shower, I don't pee. It's I'm with not you. A, it's this not is... a shower. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, OG Gary, if people on social media are saying XYZ is good for you like a cold plunge, then I'm not believing. Um, Dude, the cold plunge thing's not in question. Yeah, go it's to... well it, studied. Yeah, I mean, the, the studies on cold plunge, if you go to Huberman Labs... It, One of the most respected guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Maury Alvarez, team writing my name with my P in the snow. I, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Right? Why wouldn't you? Uh, come be fresh out, says that face. Seriously. Uh, Joseph Carruthers, I pee in the toilet and in natural bodies of water. That's it. Hmm. Well, who doesn't pee in the pool? I mean, <laughs> you know, the only place I do not pee quite literally is our hot tub. That's it. Anywhere else. If I'm, I, I'm not even going front. If I'm in the backyard and I got to take a leak, got to take a leak, man. It is what it is. Dogs pee back there. Why can't the master? I can, so I do. What are you going to do about it? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Cabo Anyway, um, <laughs> dude, we're at we're at dinner the other night in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. and my um, sister in law's husband orders the Bronzino, <gasps> and I almost said it. Yeah, I'll take the Bronzino. Yeah, like it's such a surprise <laughs> thing, man. I love the word Bronzino triggers me. The yeah. Bronzino at Mastros is delicious. It Get is. the Bronzino. I encourage it. Absolutely, it is. Uh, Jeff Wilberth, IP on social media. Okay, that's a you thing in, in some nice states. Job, dude. In some states, it's a felony. Uh, I like peeing in the ocean. Okay. Excellent. Uh, on my mission, I had a companion who drank way too much water and every five minutes had to take a leak. God bless. Yeah. We got a lot of strange tiny looks. Bladder, folks. Dude. It, 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 every five minutes. Every, like, it, is, it is ridiculous. Like, yesterday, I must have walked down my stairs. 10 times because when I work out, so it starts with a workout. Yeah. Um, then you're, I mean, you're just on to it, man. Vitamins and, don't help with how much you have to pee. No, but man, that color of gold is it's special, bro. Priceless, priceless. All right. That's it. The Monty show, uh, as always presented by our good friends at the advocates, the advocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. You guys, Cold weather, please be warm tonight. It is going to be freaking cold. If you get in an accident, if you slip and fall, if you get hurt at work, have it in your mind, man. Have it programmed in your phone, theadvocates.com, where you never pay the advocates to talk to an attorney. It's free online, theadvocates.com. And you never pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Good people to do business with who know exactly what you're going through because there's nothing they haven't seen. The Advocates at theadvocates.com. Mrs. Monty, always average to have you on the show talking about kielbasa. Right? You want to do a meat raffle? No, I don't. We should do a meat raffle on the show. Like an auction? Yeah. Okay. Some other time because the music's playing. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake. <laughs> <laughs>